Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What is going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Goremore Podcast. I'm your not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, and I look like I'm fucking swimming in a pool or something. Hold on, let me change this. <laughs> There you go. Now I'm in a fucking like now I got some black light going on. Whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us, Gorehounds. Today is uh. January 29th, 2024. We are at the end of the first month of this year already. Indeed. Already. Yeah, I know. What, what a long six months it's been. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's been a solid month, man. We've watched some solid flicks this yeah. month. This is a good one to end it with, or at least in my personal opinion. Today, we are talking The Hitcher, but before we do that, we're going to talk about what we did in the past weekend or week or whatever the fuck. Maybe we didn't do anything. I don't fucking know. But... Before we do that, we got to bring in, we got to start it off right, man. We got to introduce these guys. So, you kicking it off to my side. You no, no, no. Yes. No, no, no. I was, I also, I all thought, I forgot that I did already load up Scoob. So, I was forgetting that I thought I did that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let me pull up chats too, just in case anybody's there. I haven't shared anything yet, but uh, right next to me, I, I have the Dark Lord of Knowledge. That Chad Daddy, all the way down from the Chattahoochee, Mr. Chad Chrisman. Good evening, bitches. We have that killing machine, that giant, ginormous, meat mountain, Mr. Bobby Amone. How you doing? Yeah. And we have that we have that saucy Aussie, yeah. that doppelganger kangavanga, Mr. Brody Kane. What's up, motherfuckers? Thanks for joining us once again, homie, dude. It's a pleasure to fucking have you. Fucking thank you for having me back. I was a bit nervous that I wasn't going to make it here today because you know how I feel about this fucking Yeah, I, I knew you were, uh, you you would much rather be here live than have to trim down a video for whatever. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. It would have been a fucking 20 minute video. I would have had to re-edit so fucking much. I probably would have spent three days trying to edit to get perfect. <laughs> Would have been Bobby's 11-minute video where we're all sitting here checking our watches, going to the bathroom. And then we didn't get the ending? Somehow <laughs> that got cut off. I don't even know how. You know what? If I had to review that video, was was the climax satisfying? No. No, it wasn't. Because I didn't get it. Because I didn't bust. I got blue balled for sure. <laughs> What's up, Gene? How are you, sir? Um, hey, Brody, please tell me that is um, paint on your hat and not bird crap. That's no, jeez. Um, <laughs> you really like this. <laughs> yeah, no, it um yeah, it's definitely paint. I my other hat's in the wash. I forgot to uh chuck it out. So my youngest I'm daughter was a, my youngest daughter is offended because you said motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Harper. I do apologize, but yeah, that's <laughs> sorry, just my Seth. niche. Or sorry, Harper, I should say. Believe yeah. me, believe me, she hears worse from her from <laughs> Steph's dad, so it's all, it happens, dude. It happens. Sounds like a good guy. That's right. You can kick out of him. Fucking a. Oh man, don't mind me and just sharing really quick a little bit. Here we go. But uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about what we did in the past week. But 
we do not have scoops here, so I have to pull in that variant scoops with his cheesy deliciousness. Yep. So, scuba, get your ass in here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your That's nice that he popped right there in the middle there. Like Sexy and delicious. Right? Yeah, yeah. I can definitely go for some pizza. I still, right still, I will say it every week if I have to when he's not here. I don't see him in the corner of the fucking video. <laughs> I see, I see cheese pizza. That's it. Isn't that like a voice? And I'm just like, wasn't there like a science project back in the day or something to like see what you like focus on? Like it's probably well, it's like that picture with the hot chick with big titties with Godzilla in the background. You're (laughs) like, I actually didn't even know Godzilla was in the background, did you? And all of a sudden, you're looking at it like, oh shit, oh. Oh." I'm 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 always looking for like a miniature scuba maple head from freddy fourth yeah oh <laughs> yeah i like that that'd be sweet that'd be sweet Scoot oh yeah little meatball so uh yeah maybe scoobs will join us later maybe not maybe he'll join us in the chat we'll see uh chad daddy how you been man you sound way better thanks you know I, i'm feeling better and i also sound better because i made a little adjustment here on the uh, microphone well, i was just saying you sound better and like health wise but oh, yes also that too like, like <laughs> i told you man you know after we signed off on monday you know i just went huddled up on the couch under a blanket in my pajamas you know i felt like crap went to bed early just bundled up wore my pajamas and i never wear pajamas to bed i wear shorts middle of winter i'm wearing shorts and barely cover up with a, with a sheet you know i just bundled up the whole night and just sweat that shit out just go loincloth dude just fucking full out like ah. dude i want a loincloth now <laughs> that's that's my that's my mission there you go what's, what's up, up mr joe gallo, gallo? how are well, you and, and, and yeah. we didn't we didn't say hi to my wife what's up oh steph? i said hi to steph. hello steph sorry steph. Didn't say hello. Hi, steph. Uh, so steph, i don't know if you heard that loincloth but yeah what else did we do um <laughs> yeah just work like normal then friday you know it was my day off so we went, Steph wanted to go to uh, Walmart because they were clearing a bunch of clothes. So we went up and got a bunch of clothes, came back, and she wasn't feeling the best. So she just went upstairs and laid down. And I'm like, well, you know what? New fucking episodes of Masters of the Universe just dropped on Netflix. So I'm going to binge watch these right now. I heard it was awesome. Fuck yeah, it was, bro. It was amazing. Well, and it, is, I don't have Netflix, so. And it definitely sets up the another series. So is this the... A- what is this season three see how is this or is this sound completely different it this this isn't really season three so i mean it it does kind of tie into like the old cartoon but it acknowledges a lot of other stuff because it acknowledges stuff from the comics um this but no, series, there was that shit from a couple years ago you remember that was Dude, one season like... in two parts oh so okay. people are thinking that's okay. what this is. So this is technically season two. But like th- dude, this fucking acknowledges the live action movie as canon. What? Yeah. Is it a multiverse a, thing? I don't know yet. But there's a part where they have to go to uh get upgrades for the Sword of Power. So they go to Gwildor. And, you know, Man at Arms is talking to him and he's saying how, you know. He, he loved having like uh, adventures across the universe with him. And He-Man comes up to him later and calls him old friend. And the fucking pink Cadillac that they modified and took to Eternia is there in the background. <laughs> That's awesome. What's up, Rich? How are you, sir? So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the movie is canon. The, the series was awesome. Sets up a next season. Um, no shit. That's I awesome. Don't, I don't know if I want to go into spoiler territory for it. As That's fair. As for what it sets up and who it shows and who it. She-Ra? Uh, Despera. Oh, okay. 
You know who Despera is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despera is She-Ra, brainwashed yeah. by Hordak. But they're not sure if they can use She-Ra because uh, DreamWorks has her license right now. So there would have to be some kind of deal in place. Yeah, but isn't it all owned by Netflix anyways? Oh, no, it's not. Netflix is just paid for the No, because um, DreamWorks' deal is through uh, Prime. Yeah, but the She-Ra was on Netflix. The, there's They have a deal in place with uh, Prime for a live-action series, but there's been no movement on that. No, even the cartoon, years. though. Yeah. Yeah, that newer one. Anyways, yeah, whatever. That's awesome, dude. So, anyway, that was really fucking sweet, and I'm hoping it gets a DVD or a, some kind of DVD Blu-ray release because I will buy that you know, day one. Bro, if you get that shit before fucking TCM22, I'm going to rage. <laughs> I know Brody's going to join me. How has yes. that not been released? That pisses it's me never, off. It's never going to be. Uh, why though they can you know make what it is, dude? so like, much money they're, dude they're gonna take away physical they're gonna take away physical and then they're gonna try to give it back to us in a completely different like i don't know netflix would be so smart just to do it i'm sorry physical is not going anywhere a lot of people are coming back nope. to physical it's gonna be well, you're gonna see a huge resurgence i yes. the problem is is like all these major chain stores dude that are just straight up pushing it all out so you're gonna see smaller like smaller stores and stuff cover this you know what i mean like it's i don't know just i hope you see a resurgence like an underground resurgence you're gonna see amazon making a killing because that's gonna be the main place people are gonna get the no fuck amazon dude nobody should use that shit go to your local fucking cd or dvd store if you got any we don't oh i i got i got a couple and i I don't know if you guys remember but i said in the chat that my local theater was closing soon yeah yeah they fucking closed sunday Sunday was the last day. Oh, wow, Jesus Christ. Like, that's wow. the last minute. You told us that, and then in the same vein, like, I found out our drive-in, which there's not fucking many of those left, that just got closed down. See, our drive-in has got a new projector in the last couple of years. Oh, no. They just so opened did, another screen. So did ours, and it has a new screen. But the Sovereign Nation came in, and they bought the land before it, and then they overtook it, and they were able to claim it and took it down, or they closed it up. I was like, fuck. So, but that's a different discussion. That's the only that's the only theater we have close to us now is the drive-in. So that's going to be seasonal and weather dependent on what we're going to see. But from what Ooh. I was reading, uh, people that work at the mall were saying that they are trying to get another theater chain in there. That would be dope. Good. Yeah, that would be dope. I'm, and I'm not really surprised because this theater has not been updated since it opened in 1999. It was still the same old seats. Nothing was changed. Classic. That's mm. all. That's all I hear when you're telling me, bro. Dirty. All the jizz on that seats, dude. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, and then you know, Saturday, my son woke up at seven thirty in the morning, puking his guts out in the toilet, so he didn't Ooh. go bowling. He missed his cousin's birthday party. Then Steph brings the the, the daughters home from bowling at like one o'clock. Harper's sick. Shitty. So yeah, so sick kids, sick wife. Yeah, I've been droning on way too long, guys. Bobby, how was your weekend, buddy? <laughs> my weekend was great. What did I do Friday again? I don't know. What did you do? I'm trying to think. <laughs> you must have had a nice, relaxing weekend, dude, if it's one of those. Because, like, no, because no. So, Saturday, all right. Well, Saturday, I'll go with Saturday. Me and uh, Rebecca went to Philly to meet with a couple of friends of ours who we haven't seen in months. And we went to the Franklin Institute because they got a little, they got a little baby. So now we took him there so he can interact and see everything. And it was a good time. It was a nice, actually, turned out to be a very nice day. So that worked out perfectly. And then we went f- to the Victory Brewing Company for dinner there. And we had ourselves a couple of brewskis and just chilled out and all that fun stuff. 
And then, oh, that's it. Friday night, we also went out to dinner with other friends of ours that we hadn't seen in a while. So basically, this weekend was me and my girlfriend seeing people we haven't seen in a minute and having plenty of good food. And then, oh, yeah, su- yeah, and then Sunday was friends and family at my brother's house for the football games. And that, that, that was it. It was a nice, it was a very chill weekend, a little bit of running around, but nothing major. And yeah, I had, I had to, sorry, I had to send Heather condolences on her Ravens losing. I know she's a, she's a big Ravens fan. Oh. Yeah. They also kind of shot themselves in the foot there a little bit too, but that's a whole nother conversation. But, um, and that was it. So, and today I got to watch this movie, which I'm excited to talk about. So short and sweet, uh, like I said, fun weekend with me and my girlfriend and friends, Brody. Tell us, please, so I don't, so I could put my boner down as you talk. Ooh, ooh. What you talking about? Mine's gonna get, yeah, mine's gonna get bigger when he talks. What are you talking about? I know the problem is if mine keeps growing right now, it's gonna take over the camera. Just pushes the mic out of the way. (laughs) 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 Oh shit! Um, what did I do? Fucking, this stumps me every week. Um, I think I spent the majority of the weekend just really, um doing like storyboards for a script that I'd written. Um, it's only a short film type thing. And I'm just sort of, you know, getting everything ready just in case I do want to fucking go ahead with doing something with it. Um, and I've sort of written this story that, you know, just involves me as, you know, directing, shooting it, you know, and then I can edit and produce it just sort of like a thing to get me, um, old juices flowing again in that sense you know something nice and easy yeah yeah, yeah. stylistic in that sense and um so yeah um i'm still working on bits and pieces here and there i'm always trying to change the script you know it's always you think you've got a great idea then you sort of fucking read it and you're like oh god damn doesn't really doesn't really fit too well there so no just been tampering with that um i watched this film twice yesterday because you know how much i fucking this is my favorite film of all time so i do apologize like i said if i'm a bit biased about it i'll try not to be um bro uh, chad Chad threw on ghostbusters this year man you talk about biased like go be ahead that's gonna be that's gonna be so hard for me, dude. <laughs> I had to. It's the 40th anniversary. I, that's yeah. fine. No, no, no. I'm not. That's, that's not fair. a complaint. That's... It's more of a. It's more of a self-realization of I what I need to do. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I already know that movie's a 10. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> I know we score out of a five, but I'm going higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That might be me today. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, yeah. Um, oh, what's this really interesting film? I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's called uh, Rampage from the director yeah. of The Exorcist. Rampage, Rampage. Wait, wait. It's, it, it's based on a true story of is it the vampire killer? Um, oh, different. What I'm thinking. What am I thinking? You're probably thinking about uh, video game? Yeah. Rock? Well, yeah, no, but <laughs> there was- it's got Michael Bain in it. Uh, who was in, you know, obviously Terminator 1, 2, The Abyss, anything pretty much James Cameron. Um, no, no, it's just a really interesting film. It's, yeah, based on the trials of the vampire killer. And it was, um, I don't really? know if you guys had seen it. It's, yeah, it's a 92 film. Was it called? 80, no, 87. Uh, oh, 87, was it? It might have got released in 92 because I think it had a few distribution troubles or something at the time but what was that called again homie uh, rampage. rampage rampage 19 it was so it was rampage. released it was released on september 11th in boston and then october 30th 1992 in the united states it's the fucking mm. rock oh. that pops up when i look at yeah. michael Bean. so that thing sat in the shelf for a long time 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd never fucking seen or heard of it before until uh, 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 someone was talking about it, and I thought, oh, no, this sounds pretty fucking interesting. And, yeah, it was um, felt like a bit of a TV movie, but it was pretty brutal for what it was. Yeah, interesting. But other than that, um, yeah, just really keen to talk about this film today, but got to hear from the man himself, Johnny D. What's been oh, cracking? Well, not too much, dude. I had a pretty low-key fucking weekend, a lot of gaming with the wife and kiddo, uh, which was fun. Then, you know, chores, shit, all that, all that crap on Sunday, whatever. Uh, got some delicious Mexican again on Sunday. Nice. I'm sad Steve's in here because I was going to tell you I did eat refried beans and I actually enjoyed them. See, you have to have um, an actual legit Mexican restaurant. Um, not that it was good, it was good though because they didn't because I've been to places where they overcompensate with refried beans where this did not and I was like okay good the ratio is way better. I, yep, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's always my um like no give me more rice less beans um. But I watched this movie, but before I did, like like I said, I didn't do much, so I'm going to use my time for this to bring up something that I learned about today. And I want to ask you guys, and this is even funnier that we have Brody here, because Brody's going to be like, what in the fuck? Uh, even boys, you have you guys ever heard of a dressed banana? This is a dessert, the by the way. I'm not talking. I'm not being dirty or anything like that. Can't, I swear to God, I thought you were. I'm not even gonna lie. No, I know. I, I know. It's. It, I'm sure it is something dirty. But I, I, what I am talking about is not dirty. Somebody please <laughs> look it up in the Urban Dictionary. So, anyways, okay. So I don't know if I want to. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna f- jump back a little bit. This all came about because at work, conversation between me and a couple coworkers, somebody came up. And asked me what kind of mayonnaise I like the best, which my response was, I fucking can't stand mayonnaise. So none of it is disgusting. <laughs> can't stand the smell, texture, taste, any of it. It's all gross. <laughs> this, this led into the other coworker telling me a story about uh, where essentially he, I think it was, he's meeting a family or something like that, like his future wife's family or something like that. And they made a dessert called a dressed banana. And a dressed banana. First now I don't know if you I don't know if you can can put your math together of where I started this kind of story here, but a dressed <laughs> banana is a banana covered in mayonnaise Ooh, and then the covered fuck? with either sugar and like some kind of nuts. His were particularly almonds, but online you can find peanuts or anything else like that. Now who in the ever living fuck? Is so fucking fat that they were like, you know what would be really good on this banana would be some fucking mayonnaise. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? Well, what and, the fuck, bro? You, you know something? Here's here's the fucked up part of that. Is the first thing that came to mind was mayonnaise, not fucking vanilla icing or something. Like why something sweet? Why mayonnaise? You're like, yo, man, we need some. We need some like uh, sticky sub like substance of some kind not peanut butter chocolate we already got those how about some mayonnaise that had to have been who the fat is the fat fuck in the background that threw out mayonnaise that had had to have been created by some drunk fuck that was trying to invent a dessert meant to use whipped cream and was like shit i'm out of whipped cream 
Ah, mayonnaise is close enough. That no, sounds like a Peter no, it's Griffin. Not. That sounds you're like a like, Peter yeah. Griffin dessert when he's drunk. Man, you're like, you know what look, would go really good on this banana is some gross fucking edges, dude. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I love mayo, and it has to be real mayo. But yeah, yes. I would not. Yeah, but are you eating that shit on a banana with peanuts, bro? No. And sugar. Yeah, there's people that put that on a fucking hot dog. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong That's, with you? That is sacrilegious. They don't belong here. Go to hell. Like, uh, dude, I found that out and I was like, bro, I'm Ukrainian and Irish. So I'm pretty fucking white as they come. And I'm not that fucking white. God damn, dude. Like, Jesus. But the other thing is, is, that is they, ghetto they decide right there. to dip that in almonds. <laughs> That, well, that's, that's what makes it fancy. Dope. That's what makes it fancy, Bob. You see? No, 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 no. no. That's what dresses it up. Yeah, that makes it fancy. All right. If you look over and say, "Hey, make me a dressed banana and throw some almonds on there," I want to feel like them northerners. Dude, I'm telling my wife oh, about it. She's oh. literally like, "Shut up." She's like, "I'm about to throw up from the thought of it." It's just like, oh, it's so. Like, I'm so glad you guys haven't heard of this because, like, if you did, I'd be like. Who introduced this to you? <laughs> Who the fuck is eating this? I need I to know. Just relative. Like even, you know what? And I got to give kudos to my wife for this one. Cause she was like, that sounds like it was a prank that went wrong. Where like somebody was like, Hey, we're going to prank yeah. this guy dipping his banana. And the guy was like, yeah, this is really fucking good. Oh, yeah. just, <laughs> what is, what is wrong with his wife's family that they're like, Hey, that was the dessert. So good. That was the sure dessert that. they introduced oh. him. And I was like, bro, I'm surprised you married. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God. I was what like, not that, you could, not that you could judge her on that, dude. And I, if Matt, if you're listening, I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> oh my God. I got some serious, not questions. I just got some concerns. But I even but, but he's he's in the same boat though because he's he's the same way with mayonnaise with me anyway. So he was also like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, have you guys ever heard of a frozen chocolate banana? Like, you know, good. That's better. Way better. You can put peanuts on that. You know what I mean? Like, you're not missing out. That's that's like if I took hot sauce and put it on a Reese's peanut butter cup. I'm like, that just don't make no sense. That's like that's like when you're making a sandwich and then you get distracted with ADHD and then you go back to start a totally different style sandwich and now you're like, (laughs) what do I do? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. you, know I mean? you got a tuna and cheese over here and you got a peanut butter over here and you're like, mm, I was just about to say eh, like peanut butter and jelly and here, here's a ham sandwich. It's like, <sighs> okay. Hey, when I was growing up, my dad ate peanut butter and onion sandwiches. Oh, you know what? Wow. I've heard of wow. other people eating that. Like that's a thing. I don't, I never understood that. How do you get to that? I don't that's know. Gotta be a, that's gotta be some poor man fucking shit right there, dude. Like <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. That's like fucking stewed tomatoes and bologna you know what i mean like that's what my dad my dad used to have to eat that shit <laughs> i used to take um, vegemite and sprinkle sandwiches to fucking primary that shit's school. fucking gross bro how do you eat that shit i, I tried I, it oh. oh vegemite oh i love it it's so fucking delicious but you you can't have too much you know you, you in, can case, take like a thin, in, case in, in case there were any doubts that brody is australian there's your evidence because <laughs> like because my, my, my buddy my buddy kyle back in the day brought in some of that and he brought in some kangaroo jerky the kangaroo jerky was fucking Ooh. awesome yeah, uh, it's good. and there was some other shit but dude we tried the veggie i tried the veggie mite on a numerous few different things and i did not 
I can't even I can't even place the flavor. Like usually you can compare it to something. It's, I'm just like I got nothing, dude. It's, it's uh, I got fucking very, very salty. Very yeah. salty. It's like don't um, fucking dude. don't fucking put it near me. I will chuck it across the room. It's like a it, sandwich or something. It's oh. like you. It's like you got to put it on. Um, oh, Vegemite and cheese sandwiches are fucking like the best. But with a bit of toast, bit of butter, a slight bit of Vegemite, you're good. All right. I'm not saying no. what'd you, what'd you try, try it again. I'm not saying I wouldn't try it again. No, obviously, no. but like you know, yeah, maybe yeah. it's got to be in the right <laughs> in the right setting. No, uh, all right. Absolutely. Enough about this weird food shit. So I apologize <laughs> for exposing you boys and anybody listening to uh, what a dressed uh, banana is. But now you can yes. take that knowledge out into the world and disgust others. So you know, <laughs> do with what you must. On that note, I feel like I, feel like I need to drink alcohol now. That's fine. That's fair. Not 99 <laughs> bananas, though. That shit will fucking make you hurt. Ooh. Uh, what's up, Castler? How you doing? We, hey, yeah, we, sorry, buddy. We've, we've no, been, we're, trust me. We've yes, been, hello, Castler. We've been reading, yeah. and I agree. As, he was great in uh, Split Second, by the way. I love that movie. Nighthawks yeah, is one of my favorite fun. movies was, with him. See, I only know Split Second as a game. What's Split Second the movie? It takes. It's like in the future. Yeah. Uh, Rucker Howard's chasing what he thinks is a serial killer. It basically turns out to be the devil. Oh, no shit. It looks like Venom. Yeah. What? Venom with like these big, huge, like, like nemesis claws or the ty- the tyrant, the tyrant from Resident Evil. No shit, dude. Yeah. yeah he's pretty might badass. Have, might have to check that out, dude. That sounds awesome. It's pretty good. All right. Um, so, yeah, you know, like I mentioned before, and clearly by the title underneath us, we are talking The Hitcher from 1986 today. You guys want me to take the plot? Yeah. You know what? No, we're going to let Brody take this because this is his baby. And I know I picked it, but I know I've been talking enough. So, Brody, you got the show notes? You good to go? We're good. All righty, bud. While transporting a car from Chicago to San Diego, Jim Halsey picks up a hitchhiker named John Ryder, who claims to be a serial killer. After a daring escape, Jim hopes to never see Ryder again. But when he witnesses the hitchhiker murdering a Thai family, Jim pursues Ryder with the help of truck stop waitress Nash, pitting the rivals against each other in a deadly series of car chases and brutal murders. Directed by Robert Harmon, Eyes of an Angel and They. Written by Eric Red, Near Dark, Bad Moon, to which we'll be reviewing this year. Ooh, I love Eric Red. Um, Produced by David Bombik. Bombiak, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. I was gonna say that sounds about right. Uh, who is wit? Who produced Witness Explorers? Uh, Kip Oman, uh, who did the floor. Delicious. Over to you, Mister Bobby Boucher. Thank you very much, Mister Rote. Starring Rutger Hauer, Split Second, Hobo with a Shotgun as John Ryder, yeah. C. Thomas Howell. E.T., the extraterrestrial. Red Dawn as Jim Hazley. Jeffrey Halsey. Oh, Hayes Hazley. Whatever. Jeffrey Demon, the blob, Walking Dead as Captain Estridge. Jennifer Jason Lee, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, single white female as Nash. I'm not going to lie, when I heard the name Nash, all I saw was Kevin Nash from fucking WCW, (laughs) and I'm like, that's not Nash. Big sexy. Mm-hmm. John M. Jackson, Eve of Destruction, A Few Good Men as Sergeant Star. Billy Greenbush, Critters, J. 
Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, as Trooper Donner, Jack, Th- Jack Thibault, Lethal Weapon, Cherry 2000, as Trooper Prestone, Armin Shimmerman, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, Ratchet and Clank, yeah. as inter- Interrogation Sergeant. Body count, not an exact amount, but we'll get Wait, into that it was. I that, could not. Armin, Armin, was that the bald dude in this? He's been in a lot of other shit, though, right? Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, dude, like, I didn't recognize him, but I recognized him. You know what I mean? He's like that character actor kind of dude. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he was one of the main characters in Deep Space Nine. He was Quark, the bartender. The Ferengi. Was he the, the with the big yeah. ears? Okay. That, see, I didn't watch a lot of deep space nine but i watched a little bit so that okay yeah, he's, yeah. He, he has been in a lot of shit you could see it though in his face uh, though like for sure 14 deaths i'm pretty sure in this film i counted From- a lot more i stopped counting from that 20 because i counted like the family and everything that happened off screen yeah yeah, yeah that's so- like what that's four easily because that was two kids the whole police parents. department was it, was it two kids or just one two two there's two kids because oh, they both because right. they were both shooting at him and then he popped up with the bear like in between them, at, so but Cause, like because I, I I never counted that carload of cops that were chasing Jim and Nash because they died on their own. So the but he but, but he but, but, but I still but count, Rudd, I, I count all on screen all the all the deaths. All oh, the deaths. true. Yeah. Fuck. What am I doing? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about the helicopter scene where like the two crash into the helicopter? Well, well he 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 caused that, and the so there was two people in the helicopter, and then the three That's what I'm the saying, helicopter. Man. Bro, he got a combo with that shit, dude. Like, he was just like, like bam. (laughs) But, yeah, sorry. I was counting Rudger's kills. I don't know why. The total. Yeah, sorry. I fucked up. No, that's fine. Dude. This motherfucker, for sure. Uh, Anyways, Chad Daddy. Uh, Music by Mark Isham, Blade, and The Mist. Cinematography by John Seal. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mad Max Fury Road. Wow. All right. Yeah, he did some stuff. Edited by Frank J. Uriosti, uh, Robocop, Die Hard. Awesome. Uh, makeups and, makeup and effects by uh, Arthur Brewer, Masters of the Universe, Cherry 2000. Uh, distributed by TriStar Pictures, runtime of 97 midgets. Rated R, budget of 7.9 mil, and only grossed 5.8 mil. Damn. Damn it. Damn. All right. So, discuss. Let's, uh, this was my pick. I put First this on watch the for me. First, first watch for me well. as well. So yeah. Brody was the only one that hadn't had his cherry pop this time. Um, that being said, I wanted to watch it because I know Brody's talked it up a lot, but he's not the only one that I've personally heard talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like in the horror circuit, you see the title and at least the 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 image, the main poster of just like the shadowy, like mm-hmm. him standing on the road. Yeah. You see that a lot of different places, or that a lot, but you'll see it pop up, right? But you never really see anything about the movie. You never hear anybody talk specifically about the movie or like anything that happens in it. No, or you see like one lone picture of Rutger. And right, that's right. It. Like holding guess, the shotgun, you know. a little bloodied up. Maybe that's yeah. about it. Yeah. You're like, okay, dude, what the fuck's going on in this film? For some reason, like everybody says it's awesome or they liked it and shit like that. But nobody's like talked about why they liked it or they both. That's what we're going to do right now today. Now, me personally, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was a fun. First things first, let's say it, it's not horror. No. Brody mentioned no. before, this is definitely more on the lines of thriller, but I would say thriller is an offshoot of horror. 
yeah, somehow of that term, whatever. They're tied at somewhere. You know what I mean? They're connected on a branch. So, and this could easily be horror with maybe like a notch or two turned up just a little bit. Show yeah. us an actual kill on like an actual kill happening. Show us that split with, with Nash. You know what I mean? Yeah, like show that us that was, that was my biggest complaint. And that's why I get a less, I'm giving still a favorable, favorable review. I mean, it's still a good movie, but I didn't love it. That's fair. All the deaths were off screen, and that just irritated the hell out of me. Even if the deaths were off screen, show us the aftermath. Show us something instead the, of just blood dripping on somebody's foot. The aftermath, even the though police. that is, even though like yes, we want we'd rather just see it happen. Like that's where the money's at, right? But at least if we get an aftermath, that's still like okay. We still see blood guts. It's just a static shot more so than like actual like ripping tearing slashing whatever the fuck may be that being said though if you put yourself and i'm sure this is where brody's gonna go if you put yourself in the main character's mindset like this i mean dude he literally goes crazy in this movie he goes off the rails himself I, i will say this this could end up being like when we reviewed maniac back in the day where i didn't like it but then but the more you talk about it like throughout like a week like that that whole week after i watched maniac that movie fucking lived in my head dude I just, it just it just kept you know i kept you know seeing it over and over again i really started you know feeling bad for like the main character of that movie and that could very well be the case in this too so this movie starts right off the bat with like oh yeah it, it no holds bar right away. There it goes. there's no there's no setup what, what setup do you need it's about a crazy hitchhiker right Boom, there you fucking go. So we got a dude driving down the road, picks up the hitchhiker within 30 I, fucking seconds, dude. I, th- I have some interesting theories about this, and I think we'll discuss it more, and then I'll discuss my theories. But at some point, I'd say for a good first half of the movie, you wonder if this is all really happening, or if he's the killer, and Rucker Howard's just a figment of his imagination. Oh, you know what? That never actually occurred to me. I was thinking that for at least half the movie because you never really see anybody else talking to uh, to John Ryder until later on. I think I don't think you find out like he's really there until I think Nash sees him. So it's funny yeah. you mentioned that, and this is where Brody and I were talking this morning or this evening for the him and fucking Ryder's Batman. He's a fucking hobo Batman, dude. Yeah. He shows up. He shows up mysteriously fuck shit up and then disappears into the sand okay so i've that that kind of leads into my theory one of my theories okay so one of my theories is that the rider is not really a person he's like some kind of force of nature like the devil or okay the reaper or something because he's just killing these people so easily in a way that no human being should be able to and he also knows where our main character is with pinpoint GPS times. accuracy. Which leads way- me to- Go ahead. No. I was thinking, and if there wasn't the fact that the main character was also in the sequel, it would kind of little, lend a little credence to what I'm about to say, that I was thinking that maybe Halsey is, like, dead. And this okay. is his journey through the afterlife, and this is just, you know, the devil tormenting him. This is his version of hell, because... It seemed to me like he wasn't just delivering a car to California as much as he's running from something. Yeah, he definitely, I don't think definitely this like, guy is innocent of anything. 
Like he is definitely very clearly running from something. This dude's got some kind of demons. He's got skeletons in his closet. Some kind. For sure. Yeah, we don't necessarily get there. Maybe we do in the second one. And I think and I've kind of was kind of feeling like, you know, maybe Ryder is his, you know, his punishment. You know, like like I said, like it's the devil or something like that. Because everywhere he turns, this guy is right there killing someone and Halsey is get taking the fall for it every fucking time. And the way they do that shit, man, is fucking to me is great. I love how so they showed up at that one like ruined gas station. Yeah. And he went into the shop. And then Ryder showed up, didn't even do anything, just gave him his keys. So he knew he was mm-hmm. fucking with him, right? And, and didn't even spawn on me that he was planting the knife and shit on him, dude, which is fucking yeah. great. But like just for him to then hop in that truck to which now that's his new favorite truck for the rest of this fucking movie, dude. Yeah. And another thing that made me kind of think that maybe he is dead and this is punishment is because anytime they try and contact someone from his past, his brother, the place he works for, there's nobody there. Yeah. 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 That's fair. So he has no ID, nothing. So I didn't, I stayed more grounded in my thinking with this one. Cause I was just like, no dude, this is still like, Cause this still to me, like, because it seems a little outlandish, it also feels like right because it's 1986. So I take that with a little bit of a skew when it comes down to like eighties action and clearly case in point, best scene. I don't care if I'm jumping ahead. The highway chase. What I'm talking about is the highway chase. And we got fucking Ryder coming in, literally going blah, blah, blah. Three fucking shots, mm-hmm. takes down a fucking helicopter, then takes out two cop cars with said downed helicopter. The, and then it just fucking drives off into the, not even into the night, into the day. Just Dude, drives off into the desert. Me and Steph were sitting there watching that scene. I turned to her and say, this makes me want to play Grand Theft Auto. Bro, that was the best. We, Jen and I laughed so fucking hard at that scene. And it's not because it's like we're laughing. Like, yeah, we're laughing at it a little bit because it's ridiculous. But it's also so fucking awesome because it's just like, who is this motherfucker, dude? Does he got like military training? And we were even like, no way he takes down the helicopter. It was like the third shot is like, and then you see the smoke and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, it was it's the, the look best, on his man. face too while he's lighting the smoke. Yeah, he's the he's cockiest like, motherfucker. Yeah, the and he's just, he's just so calm about it. She's like, yep, I did that. And hey, what's up there, Emily? Oh, what's up, Emily? Hello. It was Hello. that moment I decided that this could totally be an amazing double feature with Hobo with a shotgun. Because <laughs> even though this is like Hobo with a shotgun is grindhouse. It is full out grindhouse to the max. This is like grindhouse light, dude. You know what I mean? Like, cause you don't see really anything, but like the scariness is kind of there and some of the action and shit. But man, like, I don't know, dude. I I love the care. I love the character of Ryder. He's just a fucking badass, dude. Yeah, he's a sweaty badass. <laughs> <laughs> now Brody mentioned this before too. He goes, "Why is he the one that's sweating so profusely compared to everybody else?" Well, it's Maybe. not hot in the desert because everyone's rugged up. Like everyone's wearing jackets, jumpers, fucking flannelette shirts. Right. But every every time there's a scene between Jim and. Uh, uh fucking john he's always sweating towards him so so then that was making me lead to believe that maybe 
that's one of the theories on why he's actually pushing these motives. Like he's actually maybe sick, he's dying. So he just doesn't give a fuck about life anymore. And, you know, and he, he just essentially wants to die. And especially at the start of the film where he says to Jim, he's like, and it's in the way that he says it to Jim, he's like, I want to die. And it could be an actual cry for help because he doesn't want to do it himself. Or obviously wants Jim to do it again at, at like at the end of the truck scene there, even though he could escape the cops like he does eventually. So it makes me think he does want to die. If that if that makes sense, because it's like he knows he could escape the cops because he he does that at the end of this film, but like you know, which he, I'm he, sad he, we didn't get that scene. By the way, I wanted to see that tussle. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that would between him and the cops in the van, bro. Like, how the fuck did he get out of them cops, man? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it it just makes me think that he wants to die, and he just wants Jim to do it for him because he can't do it himself. But because, he's almost like some like crazy nomadic warrior to where like he's not going to go out without a fight. Almost. Yeah, like in your yeah, pretty, pretty much. He's e- he's evil John Wick. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Hobo John Wick. That's what <laughs> I'm saying, like, man. Like this is like uh, he's hobo Batman, dude. He's like ridiculously skilled. He's just killing motherfuckers left and right, no problem. He just shows up, mysteriously disappears when you like turn around and you're like, where the fuck did he go? You know what I mean, <laughs> Steph? I, I think it was when um, he gets he gets off the bus and surrenders, and uh, Nash comes out and grabs his gun and starts shooting in the air. Steph looks Bro. at me. She's like, she's like, "Why does everybody in this movie have a gun?" And she's looking at her like, "It's Texas." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Texas. <laughs> yeah, but that she grabbed the gun that he threw down. Yeah, that's what I told her. Steph didn't realize yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah, which it is Texas, but. Granted, I've never been to Texas, and I'm sad Scoobs isn't here to fucking be our little, you know, let us Everybody's know. Everybody's packing heat down there, man. But like, no, yeah, no, he's not wrong. This feels more like Nevada, where it's shot to me. Yeah, I was just thinking the same more, thing. It's more North Texas is what it is. So like, right, in like where it hovers North, uh, North, uh, New Mexico and kind of yeah. shit like that. Okay, that would make sense then, I guess. Yeah, this this isn't like this isn't like Houston Galveston area. Like, Texas is so fucking big. That's why it has three different kind of fucking climate styles and shit. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I love it. Fucking hey, man. That was my and I love this whole. I mean, everything you guys said is absolutely true. But I'm kind of in the same boat with Chad a, a little bit as you know. He is this basically is a lethal monster. Is exactly what he is. We see it, but me, I feel like I could have, I wanted so much more from him. Like when I, when I started watching, I was like, okay, what are we, what are we, what are we going to get? We got good, but I'm like, man, I didn't, I felt like I didn't get enough. But I that's also, that. but I, but I, but I also, he, he played it so well though, right? Like, no, he played, no, he played, oh, absolutely. He played it well, but it just, I, I, I wanted to see if, and I also kind of want, I went with the theory of, it is that little bit of force of nature because how is a man like this everywhere he is again, there's no GPS. How the fuck do you know where this kid is? Every step of the way. I have, it's only I common have sense because he's only radio, directly, directly one way on this highway. He knows Jim's going to be going that way. There's no well, way Jim's going to go off road. Not only that, but why can't we just go CB radio, bro? This is 86. You're telling me they have full lock channels then, or at least he couldn't get a police CB radio. Why not? Well, he didn't have it in the car he was in originally. Yeah, but we don't know that in the truck didn't have one, dude. And granted, this is just an assumption. 
But also in the eighties, CB and was a big fuck. I would have to, I would have so. to see the truck though because you need. First yeah, if it had the CB antenna, that yeah. would have been the giveaway. You're right. Yeah, I, I did not look for that. And I, I didn't even think to look for that. And we don't know how like long he's been out there. He's quite familiar with the landscape, so he's That's probably too, yeah. you know one step ahead of you know knowing where this guy's going to be along the way. You know, because oh, he's yeah. setting this up. Because you know he, he's literally setting this cat and mouse. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, well, this leads into one of my other theories. You know, he's definitely found a worthy opponent out of Jim compared to his other victims. So, right. I mean, he lets Jim know this every time he shows up. Yeah. You know, um, and and he definitely he definitely shows him that that he could have killed him, but essentially just by being there in his presence. But he keeps giving him things like the car keys, killing the police, giving him bullets just to help keep the game going. So John set this game up, and he's definitely got that sensibility where it's common knowledge to sort of know where Jim is going to be. And not only that, he's obviously following him in the ute later on. We see that multiple times throughout this film. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Look, maybe he just, yeah, he just I, really One of the can... best spots that, like you were just saying, though, like where he can just, he just comes in out of nowhere is one of the craziest scenes, dude, but our main character this is where he flips. He's in the phone booth, and those two cops show up. Those mm. cops weren't even fucking looking at him, but our man goes fucking nuts and takes them hostage. So now you were probably fine up until this point. Now you kind of fucked yourself because you're like, oh, bro, you're, you're taking cops hostage at gunpoint, dude. Like, even if you weren't in the wrong then, you're kind of You like, are now. Yeah. Kind of fucking telling that line, homie. And it was great that, you know, that whole scene because he talks to the captain and you almost, he gets that like sigh of relief for like a second. Yeah. And then literally fucking, he just rolls over the hill next to him, takes out the fucking two cops in like one to two solid shots. Then pretty much is just like, suck balls, nerd. <laughs> and <this> fucking takes <laughs> off, dude. Which, and it's which, like, yeah. That, to me, like, that's a scene where, like, I feel like we should have, and I still like how it played out, but, like, he, maybe he could have freaked out more. Granted, he was about to fucking shoot himself, too. So, like, I'm glad, I'm glad we had that moment of where, like, he was just like, fuck it, I'm going to end this, dude, because I can't do it. And then he's just like, can't fucking do that, dude. You know what I mean? Like, which I'll just, he's a fighter, which, which yeah. goes to what Brody's saying. Like, even Ryder knows that our main character is a fighter. That's why he probably, like, kind of, I don't know if he chose him, but he I, was. No, eh. He didn't choose him, but he's. That, that's how he is trying to find him or choose a guy as he's he's looking for, through his victims. And he, he's his just victims having to decide fun. to yeah. fight back. Oh, this is the one. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Which, which I'll say, I'll jump ahead right away and say that is actually my favorite scene. It's that talks to him, calm, calm, boom, they're both dead, and he he is freaking out in the car, and it's just he's gone already. That's my yeah, that was that was there was a lot of those moments, dude. Like, once again, if if you wanted to make this a little bit more horror, you could have definitely showed the fucking like head explosions from the frontal view. And yeah. Like, yeah, you know, we got the blood coming out the window and everything, which still just like, oh fuck, dude. Like, you know what I mean? But like, it's not the same, like, like Chad that he's saying, like looking at the actual kills, which yeah. man. We should have had with that truck one by the end with Nash, and I know I'm jumping around. That one should have been just like that should have been a slow rip and tear, 
You know we get I mean? that in the remake and it looks fucking pretty poop town. You said it's CG, hard CG, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's CG from memory. And, and then they do the switcheroo where it's actually Jim that gets torn in half. Spoiler oh. But it's like, it's not a good movie, so I don't. I didn't even know they remade it until you told me this morning. Sean Bean uh, plays John. And no disrespect to Sean Bean. He's a great actor, but Rutger just hit. That's that's why I, when I watched this, like I said, I I love this movie. As an actor who, and as um, Kassler had mentioned in one of the comments, he was in Nighthawks with Stallone and everything. He just had such a presence on film. It was here, but I'm like, in terms of the character, I'm like, I wanted more. I wanted more from him. I know we got a lot, but I wanted more. If he, you know, I I still, I saw him as this ruthless playing a game, but I also, and I can also be like, I'm sure the studio had a say, which I'm sure we'll get into, because when I did research after this, the script that they had, I'm like, Brilliant. Why the fuck didn't we get that? I'm not saying this is bad because I love it, but I'm like, I, I I wanted that. I was, my skin was like, I want that. I need that. Fair enough. This is what I love about John Ryder's character is that he's, there is so many, he's very unpredictable and we can conjure up so many different theories about who he is and what he is. That's what I love about this film. And the, and the scene that does it for me and I'll jump ahead by saying what my favorite fucking scene is. It's the confrontation between Jim and Ryder sitting at the table in the Ooh. cafe. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That, that scene right there is the combination of what and who John is from his personality traits to like just his, I don't know, just the mentality that he has in that scene and how he, the facial expressions of his, you know, acting, whatever it is, how he's, he doesn't really do much. He just says it in the dialogue and his facial expressions just tell you everything. He's a scary right fucking there. dude. Like, yeah, yeah. And like, and the, there was like, I think I'd read some theory there. There was like meant to be sexual chemistry between the two. And I like, can kind of see that a little bit. You like, can. And well, when he puts the knife on Jim's dick, uh, there's when he's sitting in the room near the end, when the, He's the room full of cops and Jim walks in and his face lights up and Jim spits on him and he plays around his mouth with it. Yeah, what the fuck was that all about, bro? Little details like that. It's like he's getting a bit of sexual tension out of it. I don't know. He just has a thing for Jim and I think it's interesting. But like one of the theories I did think about as well was the theory that Chad thought of, you know, he just he's just this phantom of the isolation of this desert landscape and, you know, that could work as well. I, I really enjoy how it, and it, and it does explain how he could just pop up here and there and everywhere and just yeah kill people. And, and if we were to go with that theory, because that's what my main theory was, that the the ending of him, John, meaning to me, that was the only other point. A little contention I had was I felt like that could have been a little bit more elevated. That's because I also took that theory as that's what he is because. To me, is what would wrap it up. That he's made Hobo the most John, sense at the time. He's Hobo John Matrix, bro. He just knows how to do it all, man. He's just taking out armies and shit. All these policemen. So, do we want? Do you boys think his name is fake? Like, do you really think that's his name? I think it was fake. I, I think, think it's fake, definitely. and I only say that because it's like John Doe, and he's a rider. He's a hitcher. You know what well, I mean? So, like John Ryder. It just seems like a very obvious, like, yeah, sure. Here you go. Well, it's funny you say that. And like I said to you before the show, 
when Eric Red wrote this film, and I'm pretty sure Chad has it in his notes, but uh, he was driving through the desert and then he was listening to Riders of the Storm by the Doors. So John Ryder, John Doe kind of makes fucking sense in that. Yeah. And that scene where he goes, his name's John Ryder, and he looks at him through the two-way mirror, that's just gives gives off a little bit more of that supernatural element Uh too because it's right dude like there was like there's some definitely some weird connection somehow between the two yeah whatever it may be their connection felt supernatural he felt there he felt he felt his heat he's like that's that's what i'm saying saying. like this jim is running from something he did something bad and this is his penance you know I like Jim's arc from being this innocent per well innocent person. We don't know his past. Yeah, but then he comes full circle at the end. It's like John took him under his wing as a trainee. It's like I'll man you up, son. Bro, I thought he was going. I thought he was turning into Ryder, dude. Especially with that last scene. I got that feeling too. Yeah, that's another theory. Well, I mean, he literally because he what he mimics his whole dialogue from the beginning with the cop. When he takes yep. the cop's car, granted, he doesn't kill the cop or anything like that. You know what I mean? He does have a mission. He just wants yeah. to kill Ryder. But. Well, and the other part of them even being connected is when he's in the jail cell and the nightmare he's having, it's something that happened before. But then all of a sudden he wakes up, the whole police station's gone Mark, and dead. Like, and, and I don't know about you. I'm a heavy sleeper, but there's no way. Like, so he was, it, felt like, it felt like he was under something in order for that to basically happen. If I'm sleeping in a jail cell, dude, I'm definitely not sleeping with my head near the bars, dude. Like my head's no. gonna be towards the wall. That was my first weird thing. That's that, that's what I'm saying. He's some kind of supernatural force to be able to do this without making a sound, anything. I mean, there are gunshots in the edit where it gets bang, bang, bang in his dream that sort of wake him up, but they're just sort yeah. of into like subtle in the background to make it feel realism, but also what you're saying about the supernatural element. So it gives you that. We don't know. I mean, we don't even know if there was gunshots potentially fired because he had his, you know, he had his, he liked his knives. So he no, could just if, if, you, if you go back and listen to it, you'll hear the gunshots. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Well, because the one dude definitely has his neck slit, though. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. The, the, the dog was licking the blood, yeah. which is also just another moment of just like, so okay. literally, like this dude's almost like he's just a human terminator, really. Like he's doing, you know what I mean? He's just chasing this motherfucker down, killing cops along the way, and all these other motherfuckers. It's uh, it's I don't know, man. But our main character, like we were saying, how we all kind of feel like he was turning into it. Once he took those cops hostage, man, he just starts making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision, and it's just like this is a train wreck, bro. Where is this going? That's why I was so entertained with this because I'm just like. What are you doing, man? Like, don't grab a girl and shove her into the bathroom. I don't care how nice she was to you. Like, and I, he ended up getting there, you know, killed essentially, which sucked. But fuck it, hey, man. I don't know. This movie was a ride. Like, that's yeah. I, I full on enjoy it. I can definitely see though why you, you, I could. I agree. On screen kills wouldn't just definitely heighten the bar that much more. Make it way more horror and less thriller for sure. Well, and, and that also, like I said, the character of Ryder, I love him, but if, again, if we go with that supernatural element, there should have been, for his ending, a little bit more of, I don't know, I guess of a, I don't know, something something that just brought it back. In, for, for me. Some type of closure. Some Okay. Yeah, because like, 
because then it would have been like, okay, so if, if it was supernatural, there is that explanation. So sticking uh, with your supernatural thoughts, and this also goes with Brody's question earlier of why he was sweating like the rock and fast and the furious. But like maybe that's why he's sweating, dude. Maybe he is a devil. You know what I mean? Like he's just always permanently hot or something like that. I I don't know. Like if it is just, his personal demon chasing him or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Like it was nearly every scene that you yeah, see. Yeah, he was soaking, dude. I mean, Jimmy. the first scene you the first scene is understandable because he's coming out of the rain. So, yep. like, yeah, you know, he's wet and you see it dripping off his nose. Yep. But in the truck scene, dude, it's not yeah, when raining. He's, when he's in the, the when he's in the semi truck and he's just it's just literally dripping off of him. Listening, dude. Maybe he he gets like all he, funny. Fuck it. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's like this. Yeah. Maybe, dude. Like every well, every time like, every time he revs up, he's just instant himself a little bit closer. Like, oh he's like, oh Jimmy boy, <laughs> Jimmy. Fuck it, hey, bro. What the hell's going on, Bobby? Ah, we went John's we... just taking G- uh, Bobby out. Hold on. Womp womp. I think Bob just completely froze. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Mary Lou. She's jealous. <laughs> She's the only supernatural force. Damn it. <laughs> froze. All right. I, I'll just take him out for now. <laughs> Bob, you froze. Oh, he left. All right. Um. <laughs> No, like I said, man, I, I feel like for a first watch, it was a solid film. It was a fun film. Um, Definitely makes up for last week. Oh, my God, dude. Hands down. And you know what? It's because it's, it's, the acting was solid, but then we also had some yep. like fun action and shit like that, too. And like Brody was saying, like the, the diner scene. That was that was one of the best scenes just because it was tense. That was intense. It that was set very set the mood. I was wondering, like, if like somehow he was still able to kill that dude out back, like, if you know what I mean. Like, it was just like fuck another victim on the plate, but you know, <laughs> nothing happened there. Just setting up scene, but I don't know, man. Just the licking of the pennies on the eyes and shit like that is like already you're already dead. Essentially, that's that's, that's another another clue that he's a supernatural being because that's the- and he's like you're a smart kid, figure it out, and then, and then it's like whoa, all these different theories just hit you. You're like fuck. Bob, you are in the red, sir. That sucks. Yeah, my. You hear us? I I hear you fine. I don't know what the hell's going on. Okay, as long as we got your sweet, sweet voice. Uh, I'm I'm, 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 I'm creep over here, so we'll see. Climbing up the mountain. Um, Is there anything else you boys want to discuss, or are you guys ready to hand over to Chad Daddy? I have, sorry, I have one quick question, and I By don't even know what the fuck this is. In that same scene, we were just talking about between John and Jim at the cafe. He gives him the bullets. Now, yes. I paused it on this scene. Inside the, when uh, Jim unwraps it, we get the bullets. Is there a fucking rock with that? Yes, there was something there. there yeah, was there like was a, something a, else, but I don't know what it was. There was. And I couldn't try and figure that out if that was a metaphor for something, meaning a part of what he said with the pennies on the eyes. I don't know if it's a, yeah, I don't know. It's just I really noticed it too, but that. I wasn't sure if it was just weird, like the towels clumped up in a weird spot, or if it was. It did look like something extra. There was something else. There. Yeah, okay. no, there definitely was. And you guys do understand what the uh, pennies in the eyes are for, right? Yeah, that's for the passage yeah. over the yeah, the river, the river six. Six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! If you don't go watch them. Uh, it, you know what? Just seeing that has nothing to do with this movie, but it just made me want to watch fucking Boondock Saints instantaneously, dude. Oh, I watched that the other night. So fucking good. I'm not, we're not going to talk about the second one, but the first one is fucking fantastic. Aren't they supposed to be doing another one? 
a prequel or something. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because the first one's the origin for the brothers. So unless the prequel is just going to be about the dad, which, okay, I guess, cool, but. Who's 83 now? Yeah, but I mean, if they do a prequel when he was like in his youth, maybe like how he got into the game, like his game or something like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But the fact is, it's not going to have William Defoe in it. So it's like, do we really need it? Uh, Unless he plays a different character. Oh, that'd be crazy, dude. Just still just have Defoe in the universe, but just a completely different. I'm for it. Fuck yeah. Um, all right. So anything else or we want to spread? Uh, I want Chad to spread these cheeks like we all spread cheeks. Woo! All right, Chad. Eddie, what do you got, buddy? Okay, so in Rucker Howard's book, All Those Moments, Howard mentioned how executive producer Edward S. Feldman settled on Sam Elliott for the role of John Ryder. Howard states that apparently Elliot was so scary when he came into audition that Edward S. Feldman was afraid to go out to his car afterward. Uh, Sam Elliott had a scheduling conflict and had to back out of the role. Uh, I also believe there was his, uh, it also had to do with money too. Like they didn't want to pay him enough. Bro, Elliot can act too though, man. He yeah, probably he... would have been. Dude. What a nice. Let me get. Let I me mean, get... like, I love Rucker in this, dude. Like, he is solid. Yeah, he, he, he is. Okay, so I'm going to skip ahead to this one just because it goes in with this one. So, in earlier drafts of the script, uh, John Ryder had been described as skeletal in nature. And so, actors like David Bowie, Sting, Sam Shepard, Harry Dean Stanton, and Terrence Stamp were mentioned. And Michael Ironside was also considered for the role. I'm not going to Ironside, I. I would have liked to have seen, but I love Ryder. I love Michael Ironside, and I think it would have been great. I would love to have seen Harry Dean Stanton in this role, though. Yeah, Harry Dean. Interesting. I'm still stuck on fucking uh, what's his name that you said because I'm trying to think. Sam Elliott. Yeah, has he ever played a bad guy? Uh, No, I think so. Well, to find bad, I don't know. But he's been identical since he was in fucking Roadhouse. He hasn't aged. No, no, he's no, always looking old. He, no, I know, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like him actually playing like a solid villain would be s- sweet. I think. I, don't think, I think it would be like it'd be like Sam Elliott, uh, Ironside, and Stanton. Like those, those right there. Ironside, besides Rucker, would have definitely been. I don't know though, man. Like Ironside. I mean, we've seen him play an asshole in a lot of different things like that. He seems like a little typecast maybe for that kind it's of funny, role, It's but. funny. We're talking, we're talking about Sam Elliott because that just reminded me. Okay. So I've been playing uh, midnight suns, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you remember Sam Elliott played uh, the caretaker in ghost rider. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He, he was in ghost. Rider. Uh, so caretaker is the character in this game, but it's a woman. And it's but, still voiced by Sam Elliott. No, but <laughs> John Blaze is in this game, not as Ghost Rider. He's like he's you know he was a Ghost Rider, but he's not Ghost Rider anymore, and he looks just exact exactly like Sam Elliott in the game. What? That's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Nice little nod there. Yeah, I would have had Gary Busey play or audition for the role. Oh, oh he, just, he, he didn't have to act; he'd just be himself. His, his, his actually, his son. The second one. His or son is in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Place. You said the second one was Poop Town, though, right? From memory, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. Well, there's also mm. a reason why it went to DVD and it came out in 2003. Yeah. The second one, yeah. yeah, it was that late of a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, I didn't know. Okay, I, I read the I read the plot synopsis and I went like this. 
No, I visually, this thing. sucks, and I didn't even watch it. I did the same thing. <laughs> no shit. Okay. Chad, Eddie, what else you got, homie? Uh, Rutger Howard did a lot of the stunt driving throughout the movie, which amazed the crew and even the real stunt drivers themselves. I'm actually not surprised. I've heard that he could he he did a lot as an actor. A lot. Yeah, I really I really wish I could have met him. Saying he would have been awesome. Like I said, I knew him from Nighthawks, and he was vicious in that. Dude, just looking at Blade Runner for God's sake. Yeah, that's yeah. So and is he, Jake yeah, Busey the is Jake Busey the Hitcher in the Hitcher too? Yeah, he yeah. is. And the the weird part about it is he. He at the time this movie came, I'm sure have it, but I, I, now I, I have to say it. He was like, I don't want to do any more villain roles. But then he read this and he said, If this is going to be the last one I do, I'm okay with this. This is good. But he's so good at it, dude. Yeah, fucking oath. But, but like, that's why I also do you have you boys watched Hobo with Shotgun? No, I still have to watch okay. it. So yes. like, literally, I mean, yeah, he's a drifter in this. But technically, he's a hobo. So this is like him as evil hobo. And then hobo with a shotgun is like him as good hobo, but still killing trash. <laughs> That's why I think it's like it's a good, weird, like double feature, man. Like, I think it's sure. on Tubi. I might have to look that up. Right, Phil. Is it really? I think. Oh, man, it's been a minute since I've watched that shit. To be it was uh it's a ridiculous film that is for sure i'm not <laughs> but it's a solid it's a fun one uh what else c thomas howell admitted that he was actually afraid of rutger hauer on and off the set because of hauer's general intensity yeah i could see that bro yeah that's how you know you're doing a good job and eyes are like fucking lasers man like just like oh well, I love that his eyes aren't like dark either. They're like, yeah, they're, they're like a hazy shade, and it's just like that's mesmerizing. And, and what it is is like maybe, maybe that's what it is. Is he doesn't look like your atypical like bad guy because you know he's got like the sandy blonde hair and shit like that. So he just kind of has a completely different aesthetic than what we're used to. So, so those piercing blue eyes that do it for you. Right? It scares the shit out of me. Lack of souls. <laughs> well, he's not a ginger was... now. Well, <laughs> I have different reasons as to why they're scary, but that could be a story for another day. Anyways, Chad Daddy? Jennifer Jason Lee's character name appeared as Nash Gal Galveston in an earlier version of the script, and just Nash Galveston in public publicity and press materials. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder why they just they were like, we're not going to we've never called her gal at all. So why do we need to give her a nickname? Oh, yeah. OK, cool. We'll give her that, that sounds like a studio call. Nash. The original script was long enough to make a three hour movie. Scenes that were never filmed include Ryder slaughtering an entire family an eyeball appearing in a hamburger. This was replaced in a finger and a plate of French fries, which. How, how do you get the that? fucking finger in there? That's one thing we never even talked about. How do you get the fucking finger in there, bro? He's got to be, dude. Right? Like, see, this makes me like, want to make. She just opened the restaurant. We literally saw her open that shit. Not saying there's not a back entrance that that motherfucker could have snuck in or something like that. Still, but like, he magically knew she was gonna feel bad and make him fucking burger and fries. Like what? Maybe the- he was just carrying a finger around just for the hell of it. Who knows? Probably. 
Did he just like throw it into her when she put it up on the hot plate bar? He was just like, see, that's where we should have saw it, dude. When she put it on the hot plate bar and turned around, we should have saw his hand like place it up in the fucking (laughs) or something. Nah, that would have ruined the shock value. I would have. It would have. We didn't even talk about when he comes out of that other service station in his ute and he tries to run Jim over and he knocks all the petrol bowsers over. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. When yeah. The and, oh, fuck. We yeah, talk, oh, like, yeah, where like he actually blows up the entire fucking gas station. But, but he's trucks just randomly inside the fucking building and then he comes out of it like. Supernatural. Bro, he's, he's Jason. He's got teleportation point, powers yeah. with his he truck. Is. He is though, man. Like that's why I said that's why I said he's Batman. Cause I'm just like, cause I wasn't thinking like supernatural or anything. I'm like, this bro is just trained. Like he is just like some crazy military trained dude who is just lost and was like, you know what? I'm just gonna kill people because well, that's the sense. only thing that that's the only thing that's guaranteed this life is death. So, I mean, he'd been he would have been the age he could have easily been a Vietnam vet. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. Cause like he was in Nolan's Batman, so it makes sense. There you go. He's hobo Batman. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was also a graphic sex scene between uh, Gal Galveston before she was Nash and Jim and a character being decapitated. This movie underwent several rewrites, which removed the gorier elements. Well, what the fuck? See, well, didn't it go to 20th Century Fox? Well, it went to a lot of different studios. I th- yeah. But like, there's your, like, that's, that's what I mean. Like this script had it all everything that's in the movie and everything that's not in the movie was in that script what the fuck i wanted mm. that i'm not saying i don't like what we got but i wanted that that's fine i, I mean dude we've we've lost we've we've reviewed a lot of movies where we found out that they had some ideas for some cool shit that they never gave us so well and mm. this movie in particular though i think it's also because it's a movie of the road there's trucks and cars involved i don't know just like this movie screams brutality like if this movie out of a lot of movies that had less gore and it worked perfectly this movie had less gore it works but it it needed it and it could have used it in so many ways i mean that's just, that's just me I'll, I'll stand by that though fair enough chad daddy while performing the last bit of the windshield stunt rutger howard knocked out one of his own teeth with the shotgun he held in his hands damn that's a damn and that's a that's not a that's not an easy shotgun either to be holding on to as you're going sucks, through the windshield dude. well that sucks <laughs> wouldn't be hard Thomas. some of them mother- oh sorry go ahead go ahead no, i said it wouldn't be hard some of them motherfuckers look like they're ready to run out of his head anyway yeah seems- maybe see <laughs> thomas howell's fear when rutger howard was holding the knife near his eye was genuine howard improvised the line and the position of the knife Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Holy crap. Keeping everybody a little on edge on set, dude. Like, even the camera guy's like, uh... What am I shooting here? I, I, you know what, dude? The way he was going with that eyeball scene, I'm surprised we... Like, well, you said we were supposed to get one, but, like, I was expecting to get something more with an eyeball. Because, like... Yeah, I mean, Clearly, he he's done that before. If, if there was an eyeball scene, this wouldn't be Brody's favorite movie. I was kind of sad. I'm glad we never no, fucking I, I think it still would be. I think it still would be. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. When he was describing that, though, dude, all I could think of was playing Dead Space 2 with the fucking needle just going in the eye. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no, fuck that. Bro, have you ever watched that? Like, I know you I don't. Think- I know you. I don't think you've ever. I don't think you've ever played Dead Space 2, right? 
But no, you know, no, I haven't. But I'm, but I'm think I'm pretty familiar with it. Um, I think I was watching like an eyeball compilation there one day, and I was seeing like a razor blade go through the <laughs> fucking eye. And and I was like, I'm doing this to myself. It's like, trying to beat your traumas, bro. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, it didn't work. Eyeball compilation. I'm going to look that. And it was like Ugh. the zombie, the zombie film when like uh, it slowly goes through the eyeball that that bit of timber, and I was like, ah, I can't. Yes, yeah, that is agonizing to watch. Ugh. Writer, winners suck too, right? <laughs> writer, producer, and director Christopher Nolan has listed this as one of his favorite movies. Hey, oh, there you go. Like I said, man, I wish I watched this more as a kid. Yeah, like, I'm sad I didn't get to enjoy this in a. I would have fucking loved this shit as a kid, man. You know, I probably would have loved it back then too. Because this this easily would have been one of those ones where like it would have been a great Saturday flick with pops to watch or something like that. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Yeah, because I yeah. love I love shitty movies like like Beyond Thunderdome and Masters of the Universe. Fucking right, bro. I could totally see this being on a TBS rainy Saturday, dude. They're just like, all right, watch our double feature. <laughs> like, Bernie, did they release this on Blu-ray? They are going to. So Umbrella yes. Entertainment from Australia is doing a release and um, Second Sight Films are doing a 4K and Blu-ray release. Oh, no shit. Yeah, All they're right, about so... 95% done. I think they updated there the other day. So, yeah, it's only a matter of time. Oh, we'll probably get it this year sometime. Um, That's yeah, a movie, I'm dude. fucking hanging That's out for it. Yeah, the, the version that was on Max looked like absolute ass. Uh, yeah. You mean everything? Yeah. Was it like that yeah. on everything? Everything, bro. We I we searched, we searched. We Dude, looked. why? Why the fuck was it full frame? So That's definitely a cut. I uh, I don't know what you guys did, but like we had to do. We we tweaked some TV settings, so we got it to zoom in. So we actually got you know. I did that, but I didn't. Not full full. I didn't. Screen, I didn't yeah, I didn't do. I didn't stretch it because I didn't want to ruin the ratio and make but it. But we got it to full like four eighty. But like just on our TV where it took up the whole thing. So I was like, okay, I could deal with that. I got it like little black bars on the side, but it wasn't too bad. But even still, this was like DVD quality at best. Yo. VHS quality. I was VHS, bro. That's why I said oh, DVD. It looked, it was horrible. And the, the sad thing, fucking HBO owns this movie. Yeah. And but it was a shit copy. It, and it's, I mean, Brody, like our, Brody already said, because he obviously knew. But that was one thing I did look up last night, and I was like, yo, man, is there a 4K restoration of this movie yet or not? And it's like, oh, it's coming. I'm like, oh, damn it. We're just watching it a little early. Okay. <laughs> but no, for I sure. Think that's, I think that's kind of partially what hurt my viewing experience. Viewing experience yeah. I mean, bro, I, drop the shit in 4K. I am not. You do not have to twist my arm to watch this again. I would. Yeah, seriously, no. no it's like it's like prom night too. You know, we we deserve a better copy, a better quality copy than what we got. I 100 agree, and I will not argue with that fact. <laughs> what else you got, homie? Jennifer Jason Lee agreed to do this movie because she wanted to work with Rutger Hauer again. They co-starred together in Flesh and Blood in '85, and loved the character of Nash because there, in her words, there was a real person there. Oh, Gene says audition is the worst needle. Uh, yeah, it's a um, is it South Korean or Japanese? It's the Japanese one, right? Yeah. Why, why am I not surprised? They do everything, they do everything. That's the one where it's uh, like the dude's trying to like 
get a girlfriend or something, right? And he sets up That's a fake it. competition. I, yeah. I haven't, I haven't never watched it. it. I've read the plot synopsis and stuff like that, and just because I've heard of it, but I heard it's pretty it's, fucked. Yeah, there's some fuck scenes in it, but it takes a while for them fuck scenes to happen. Is that the one with open. some piano wire or something? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, through okay. the leg. Mm. Yeah, yeah, weird, weird. Ooh, I'm gonna watch that. Ooh, I'm gonna watch that. All right, Chad, Daddy, anything else, homie? Future president, future president George W. Bush served on the board of the company that lent money to HBO to finance this movie. During the 2000 presidential election, Bush's critics used his involvement in the Hitcher to discredit his stance on family values and his criticism of pervasive violence in Hollywood movies. I fucking hell. fucking hate politics for so that. Sheer, that sheer reason of going so far back and nitpicking at the stupidest fucking shit that has nothing to do with the at time being or talked about or any of that other crap. Fucking sorry, dude. Don't mean to run up, that shit is really, that shit really just good. hurt no. me to fucking let it go, me. man. Let it go. Let it out. Oh, I fucking hate that crap so much. It's anyways. The coach stops at Roy's Motel and Cafe, which is a famous landmark on the old Route 66, now oh, in no shit. 40. It can be found in Amboy, California, and has been featured in many movies and documentaries. Wait a minute. They were driving on Interstate 40? Um, I'm guessing. Are you saying that? God damn That's it. That's where that is. I mean, okay, so I was good. When I was doing the post for our Gorn, we're on... Uh, our Instagram for this yesterday, I was going to write a little Brack joke in there. And I was like, well, the boys and I are, are like, all the boys are packed up in our high, our pickup truck and driving down highway 40. And you guys probably don't get that at all. Do you? I certainly don't. Have you ever seen the Brack show back in the day? I have, but I don't remember. Uh, so the no, Brack, show, it was a music video where Brack was driving a little pickup truck and he picks up Freddie Prince jr. And him and Freddie Prince Jr. end up like singing a fucking sing-along song. Oh, it's been a minute. I but the fact it. the fact I was gonna do that joke and I was just like, no, nobody will get it. And then you're just like, oh yeah, this is on Highway 40. I'm like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> son of a bitch. What else we got, homie? Throughout the movie, John Ryder is implied to be some kind of ghost or evil spirit due to the fact that he always seems to show up whenever and wherever he pleases, no matter where Jim Halsey is, as if he has some kind of teleportation ability. Oh. Uh, well, there we go. That was... Uh, I got nothing to say. I mean, yeah. He definitely... He's definitely got some sixth sense going on, for sure. For the role of Jim Halsey, the producers mentioned Matthew Modine, Tom Cruise, Emilio Estevez, and Charlie Sheen. No, no, no. If they put Tom Cruise in this, I would have just been like, "Fuck." Pony Boy was the shit in this film. He was great. Yeah, I'm gonna agree, dude. I uh, I like the casting that we got. Same. Yeah, same. Like I can't fig I can't picture anybody else really for no. either role. No, absolutely not. No. What else you got, Holmes? Screenwriter Eric Red wrote the original script with the character of John Ryder being based on Keith Richards, with Ryder originally being characterized as a skeletal, sickly, throat cancer survivor with a voice box, giving him an unnatural voice. Damn. Damn. Like, wow. Just throwing Keith Richards under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Now wow. I, see, I would have liked to have seen the voice box. Man, I mean, <laughs> the fuck? Continue. How do you, you know? I never. I was going to ask you this, but have you boys ever picked up a hitchhiker? Nope. Hell no. I, nope. I Watch have. too many movies where it never where it <laughs> never goes right. And was, that's how you met Jen. <laughs> no, dude. Like it, she was giving me as we were watching this because like. Obviously, Ryder starts right off the gate. He's just like, hey, thanks for picking me up. I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> she was like, see, dumbass picks up hitchhikers. I was like, listen, the dude was walking. My drive is an hour of work back and forth. And literally what I drive through. Wait, is, no, I did once. That's right. I drive. There's like, it's no sidewalks and it's all country. So it's all fucking farms and shit like that. And it was literally about to pour. I could fucking see it. And there was a dude walking. He didn't even have his hand out, dude. Like he wasn't even asking, but I pulled over and still gave him a fucking ride. She's yeah, like, I, I, I forgot. She's I like, I can't believe you did that. I was like, first of all, I already prepped myself because I got a fucking Rambo style knife on me in the car at all fucking times. Yeah. So I already had that shit. I grabbed it and I put it on my side just to have it at the fucking ready. You never fucking know. Cause I'm obviously, yeah, dude, I didn't put myself in a sketchy situation. But you're also about to like you're also about to like be in a Toyota Corolla with a 300 pound man. You don't really have a lot of space to also fucking get to. You know what I mean? So it's like no, I, I, I forgot. I did pick up this this one girl. Um, me and uh, the girl I was seeing at the time. I think we we're coming back from the bar, and she was walking like basically in the middle of nowhere, and we we knew where to see her, so she wasn't like a complete stranger. Word, word, word. But like the guy she was seeing just basically dumped her off there. Oh, so we gave her a ride back home. Apparently, according to my wife, I've done it a few times, and I only remember the one specifically. Like I just mentioned, and I was like, "Did I?" And she's like, "Yes, you have." And I yell at you all the time. I was like, "No, eh, wait, she was there." <laughs> no, I've never done it. If, if I had my family with me, dude, I would never like no, me, yeah. myself. Yeah, dude, I'll throw myself into the wind. I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So uh, this is one of the few movies to which Robert Roger Ebert gave zero uh. stars. Fuck when Roger he and Gene either. Siskel denounced this movie for its violence on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson, Carson asked them if they were opposed to censorship, and Ebert replied, of course, the film should be made, it should be shown, and it should not be attended by anybody. You know, it always makes me wonder, how did they have so much like influence at the time? Because you're just a pompous ass, dude, and they put you up on thing. And... Here's, here's how... I've never given any credit to anything they've ever said because I used to watch their show once in a while and it was one and then always in the, during the opening it showed Roger Ebert sitting and he's always typing in his typewriter and hanging on the wall behind him was a poster for Godzilla 1985 and he fucking hated Godzilla 1985. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. What the fuck? They're hypocritical yeah. as fuck. Yeah. I've seen their review on this film and they basically talk about homosexuality or whatever it is. They're trying – yeah, all this bullshit they conjure up about this fucking film. But then you'll go and watch them talk about fucking Hellraiser and they'll at least give that two and a half stars where this film – where there's people getting fucking ripped apart by chains in that fucking film where there's fuck all violence in this one too. Yeah. Their, their biggest problem with this film was like the violence. I was just like, you know, violence. Dude, the violence police. wasn't even that bad. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm but it was, ready. it was only because of the police scenario and all that bullshit as well. But violence. But even then two years <sighs> earlier, we had the fucking Terminator. You got Arnold yeah, seriously. and exactly. mowing down 30 fucking cops in a police station, bro. Exactly. Like, fucking fuck? rock. Hypocritical dickheads. 
What do they? they I, are. I wonder what they scored the Terminator. Now I feel like I gotta look that up. <laughs> it's Anyways, the Mexican direct-to-video movie Deadly Road is a spinoff of this movie. There's um, a Mexican really spinoff. Shall we review it? <laughs> we don't even know what it is. <laughs> Probably something we'd never be able to find. Uh, executives tried to have the death of Nash softened and toned down. The studio even suggested softening her death by having a funeral the filmmakers refused to back down and silver screen executives finally relented at the last minute the fuck it seems like the studio just basically said yeah you can make violence but you're not gonna show it why am i not surprised i don't i don't understand the reasoning behind a funeral when would they have time to have a funeral exactly exactly dude didn't this all happen within like two days yeah 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 at most the most he slept was at the prison or the jail cell. And that was about yeah. it. And then everything else was like consistently on the run. Yeah, hmm. Let's throw a funeral in there. That's going to take four or five hours. And we'll just, no. to be just fine. Cause that's like a full week. If you figure like waiting for the body and wake and all that other shit. Usually, yeah. This is, this is Texas, man. You're going the way you are. No, I'm kidding. It might've <laughs> been a part of the three L version that we're going to get. Maybe. Yeah. I hope, I hope, I wonder if there are deleted scenes. Not that I can see. Uh, Nash, Nash's gruesome death by being torn apart by the truck and trailer hitch was Rucker Howard's idea. The original script would have had Nash be crushed by the truck against a wall, but Howard convinced the director to go with his idea, arguing that audiences would be more disturbed by the sound of a revving engine after watching this scene. Dude, that scene is so fucking intense. And John uh, and Rudka is just John Ryder to a fucking T. Yeah, he is. Perfect casting. All right. Anything else, buddy? In an appearance on Late Late Night with David Letterman, Rucker Howard stated that this movie originally ended with Jim Halsey shooting John Ryder as Ryder lay prone on the highway. However, to avoid an X rating, the filmmakers shot the ending that was ultimately used, with Ryder getting to his feet, showing he's still a threat, and giving Jim at least partial justification for shooting him. The whole fucking movie is a lead up to justification, whatever it is. Like, I don't understand. So that would have gave it an X rating if he was just laying down prone and he got shot. Basically, yeah. What? Makes no fucking sense. This was the eighties. You know, the, the they were really, really cracking down hard on shit like that back then. That's such I mean, weird. Like, I mean, I understand. Like, sometimes you got to draw a line, but like what like i don't see I, that's not like torture or anything like that so that's see fucking weird. all the violence they were gonna put in this movie and then just think a year later friday part seven comes out and they completely excised that movie so yeah they were on the hunt you're not wrong they were and on look the hunt. and take a look at like texas chainsaw massacre part two when it came out it came out unrated and today by today's standards that would barely be an r movie yeah yeah that's a that's a very good point Anything else, homie? One last thing. One of the producers said that this movie's commercial failure was because of a lack of violence and that Nash's death should have been shown. They say, as they said, there's other gore in the movie, other killings, but this is the main one. It's the motivation for the hero. You can't show all the killings we should and then not show the main one. It's cheating the audience. Rutger Hauer said critics misunderstood the movie, and according to him, it is an allegory for which Ryder represents evil. Which That's kind of a given. So there you go. I don't think it's that we misunderstood it. It's like we understood it and we still wanted that. 
Yeah, no, yeah, no. We understood it. We wanted everything in the kitchen sink into it because this, I said it, I'll say, I love it, but this is the movie that deserved it. It was that raw movie that if you gave every ounce of gore and terror, 10 out of 10. All righty. Well, Chad, Daddy said that was it. That was it. All right. Well, thank you for that, homie. I appreciate okay. that. All righty, boys. Uh, what format did we watch this on? Max. HBO Max. New Australian service called Broly. Broly? Yep. And it was like DVD quality. All right. So we all got the same probably quality. I checked HBO, Tubi, Roku. I feel like something else. All the same quality, all the same cut. So we went back to HBO because that was the one I can get the biggest like Zoom scan on. And, and no commercials. And no commercials, right, too. Otherwise, I probably, I would have been on my homie Tubi, but, you know, mm-hmm. I'm go with the one I'd fucking pay for. Uh, douche of the film. The copper that's like, you spit on my wrist. What? Yes. Bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a dickhead. Yes. Good call. He was going to shoot Jim for no reason. no reason. Straight up cold blood, dude, just because he's pissed. Granted, I'm not, you know, he's pissed off that his buddies got killed. Not saying he can't be angry, but Jesus Christ, dude. Did, did anyone notice when Jim first gets like thrown on the hood of that fucking police car, his leg hits that other cop in the back of the head? Yeah. Does it really? It like kicks him in the back of the head. Sorry, I didn't see that. No, I missed that shit. That's awesome. It was funny. Yeah, no, one hundred percent that's the douchebag. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to agree. All right. Favorite kill. The two cops in the car. It was so the one that he they that he took hostage. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was It it was just so sudden. He just drives up from out of nowhere. Boom, boom. It was it was fast. It was very fast. Was fast. fast as shit. You know, I'm going to go with the family. We don't see it, but I, I feel only because it's a whole family. Like, that would have been, if it was I mean, Sean, I think one of the most brutal. I mean, it makes our main character throw up. So, at least that gives you the horrific idea yeah, of what he potentially yeah, saw. Yeah, so I'm going with the family. Oh, fuck. This is tough. Um, I'm going fucking helicopter explosion, bro. I don't <laughs> give a shit, man. <laughs> that dude took out like, what, six to seven people in three shots, dude. It was perfect. Dude, he got no. four cops per the two cars, and there was at least three motherfuckers up in the, in the helicopter. You know, what, so. you know what I just thought of that just made me think of was that fucking Simpsons episode when Homer gets a gun. And he goes to the he goes to the gun store and gets a gun. And the guy's handing him all these accessories. Like this is your loudener, this is your silencer. And he hands him this big bazooka attachment. And this is for shooting down police helicopters. Homer's like, I don't think I'll be needing that. <laughs> Never know. He's like, I don't think I'll be needing that. No, yeah. that's I'm gonna definitely go with that because it was just, bro. He he got a fucking he got a fucking squad kill, man. Like it wasn't even on that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go uh, Radka himself just something different Ooh. i like the shotgun blast of the chest that was nice it was a solid it was a solid end to yeah. the movie for sure yes to see jim's arc come to an end it's great i'm i you know what i would have said honorable mention would have been probably however uh Ryder killed all those cops in that swap band at the very end but we didn't get yeah. that that was because cool. that, that definitely must have been a close quick fucking massacre of like I mean, the shit even drives off the butt at the fucking at the edge after a second. So he even took out the driver too. 
I was going to say, did anybody here mention Nash's kill? Like, Nash's kill would have been cool, but we didn't fucking see anything. No, like I said, Nash- that's the only issue with this movie. Nash's, Nash's, that scene was great for, like, the tension of the scene. 100%. But we don't get the kill, so I can't really no. say that would. Otherwise, yeah, Bob, 100%, dude. Mm-hmm. If we actually saw her get ripped or tore, that would have been yeah. the no, I, like Chad Daddy. I, I just had to. I don't know why. I just I just had to bring it up for some. I don't know why. I just had to for that. Like that should have been the kill. That should have been the fucking top notch. Like that's the golden Easily. award. Easily should have been. Like, but unfortunately not. But that's okay. Moving on, boys. Best scene. Uh, mine was the the double kill with him literally pulling up to the car, bam, bam, and him Jim. So that out favorite, the back. okay. Yeah. So Chad's favorite kill. All right. (laughs) Brody, you mentioned the diner scene earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's, that's my favorite scene, hands down. Uh, Yeah. That was a great flushing out of uh, more character for John Ryder wise. Like we get to hear a little bit, maybe not so much as motivation. Obviously, that's for us to interpret or to figure out along the way. But, just to get a little to, bit more of his psychosis, or yeah, and just to see it. where the two are at after like a bit of trauma's been happening to Jim at that stage, you know, just to see yeah. where Jim's at and what he's going to be like towards John at that stage. It's just absolutely, like, absolutely, yeah, dude. Um, man, that was a solid chat, Eddie. What do you got, homie? I'm actually going to go with uh, a little extension of the opening scene where after he picks up John in the car and he's driving along and they're they're talking about that family in the car. And he looks at me, he's like, yeah, I killed him. I'm going to do the same to you. That's what the other guy said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially the knee push, dude. Like, that was something, like, I was just like, oh. Just, just fuck, that, that, that whole scene, like, it just, right out of the gate, dials it up to 11. Fuck I, Intense as fuck. Like, there's, there's no buildup. It's just, boom. He's like, I killed them. You're next. Solid. I'm going to go with, oh, man, dude. <laughs> I can't go with my favorite kill because that, even though it was also potentially a favorite scene, um, just because not so much the, him blowing up the helicopter, but him coming out of nowhere, riding along the side of the highway while this chase is going down and none of the cops are paying attention to this other vehicle that just happens to like put itself in this chase, which could also lead to, him being supernatural of some kind or some, you know, force of nature, whatever the fuck you want to say. Uh, man, there's so many good scenes, dude. I'm going to have to go. I, it's kind of an elongated scene, but it's uh, the one where he shows up in the dust storm. He just kind of fucks with him, yeah. and doesn't him but he gives him his keys. Yeah. Yeah. But then that leads into him figuring out what he actually did there. And with uh, our main guy changing and then obviously being planted with the knife right on the... Yeah, yeah. So, like, those... I know it's probably, like, two scenes, but those scenes back-to-back going together. I like that combination of, like, oh... Because, like, if you read the synopsis, you know that our main character is going to get fucked over by the Hitcher. Like, not just in the, like, cat and mouse standard game, but clearly he's set up to, like, get fucked on all levels but to top that scene off is when he gets in the ute and jim's like trying to warn him and he's got his handkerchief out the window like waving it at jim Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah. he's like i I love that no that it was 
especially him coming out dude because like the cops are there and he's all excited and then they're just like get the fuck down like just like what the hell happened dude <laughs> even i was confused in that moment because i was like what, what did you <laughs> happen? but all right worst moment or scene boys all of the off-screen kills yeah yeah all of the violence we didn't see I know. I'm sad we didn't get to see Nash's kill, man, because that's something where it's like you should at least heard a rip and seen some like blood splatter on her face or something. You know what I mean? Like her eyes roll back in her head. But see, this makes me want to never reloaded. Is that true, Gene? I didn't notice. Did they never reload? He's probably. I mean, he reloads the the revolver the one time when he gets the bullets from Ryder. Actually, the shotgun at the end of the film. How many fucking shotgun cartridges can it so, hold? Because- so, no, the, that shotgun can only hold six. So it's one in the chamber. Yeah, it's one in the chamber, six in the... Well, if, you, if you're... If, but that's also... You have to have one in the chamber. If not, when so, you load it, it's a five plus one. But yeah, yeah it should I, only be... It should only be seven, but how many times did he shoot, dude? Because it was definitely like... He shot it like... More than he that. shot three three times in the in the back of the um in the SWAT van or, or SWAT bus. And then yes. he jumps through the window. He falls out of the window. He picks the gun back up. He starts shooting Jim's car. Um, car. Yeah, because he's shooting the lights like, out. That was, like five, that was like five yeah. times. So. That's true. There, there's definitely like over a dozen shots probably in that scene because he shoots Ryder yeah. himself like what three twice. four times. Yeah, it's only twice. Yep, shoots him. Oh, no, because he hits him with the car and then John gets up and throws his shackles and then he shoots him in the guts and then we get that long establishing wide of the landscape and he shoots him the second time. Okay, so, okay. So and that was oh. and that was also a state-of-the-art, like the best shotgun up until 20, 2002. I'm surprised Which, he had in pump action. This movie, unless Ryder is a mystical force, could easily been over right in the beginning of the movie and as soon as our main guy knocked him out, if he flipped the run 80 and just fucking ran his ass over with the car, <laughs> you got one of your best weapons right fucking there, man. Then there'd be no movie. 2,500-pound. No, 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 absolutely. But in real life, you got a 2,500-pound battering ram. Yeah, or if he, he just pulls a stand like in South Park, nope, not getting involved. Just going to drive away. Just going to not see it all. Well, he tried to, and then, then Ryder was just like, nope. You're going to be my personal pet project now. <laughs> oh All righty. Uh, worst moment, dude. I don't know. Can I give mm. I'm trying to think of worst moment, dude. Like, oh, yeah, I guess it'll still be the kill. So we'll still go there. All right. Opening scene hook you in? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It started right off the bat. Scene. I listed as my favorite scene. So, yeah, definitely. Like, there was. I think we got maybe 10 seconds of car driving on highway before we were in it. Like, <laughs> that was about it. All right. Most attractive character. You didn't have a lot to yeah. choose from. So. Nash. I, Nash. Jennifer Jason Lee was cute back in the 80s. She so. was very cute, dude. I liked her little, like, do going on. Fucking everybody smoking like a chimney back then, too. <laughs> yeah, Jesus right. Christ. Uh, did the score set the mood? No. Not for me. Ugly. No? Because really? it, I, I liked it. It was all right until they were doing like the highway chase scene, and it was like this weird, like cheerful kind of music. 
I don't know, man. It never took me out. Like I felt like I was. Nah, yeah, that, that took me out of that scene. Uh, honestly, the, the soundtrack could have been turned up. Yeah, I feel uh, a little bit. Those uh, uh, when Jim walks into the jail cell scene and he's walking down that corridor, it really comes effective in that scene, um, especially at the end of the film as well. After he shoots John, I love it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm trying to think of the music, dude, because I've I always felt like. Or at least I, I personally thought, like it sounded like good chase music, but I don't know. I guess I never, because uh, I'd have to pay attention a little bit more. Uh, did we have a song in this movie? No. I was just, okay, no, so we did that is na favorite character, bro. Ryder, Ryder, not even a question. Down, man. Yep. Fuck. Like Bob, I he's so good. I want more. Yeah, yes. so I so I understand that completely. Uh, this movie made well. This makes me want to remake it the right way. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, no, I, can't. I don't know if I'd want to remake unless you, the only way I would say remake it is you'd have to still keep it in 1986. Like keep it. No, in no, no. Absolutely, I would. I would do a period piece. Yeah, that's a, that's the only way to do it. But who would you get to play the characters? I don't know. Nobody, because it's a masterpiece. Who could who could play a crazy fucking hitchhiker, dude? That's not named Busey. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. No, it's not no. a bad choice. I only because he's not a bad choice. Yeah, but you know something though. But the problem is though is is, is Rucker had this. He had a stature also skinny, but he had a stature. I don't feel Joaquin Phoenix does. But that's just me. At least not. I'd say I'd say for me personally, Ben Mendelsohn. Just I'm going to go, go with Christian Bale. Hmm? Okay. I, I, you know, who I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go with a random one, dude. I'm going to go Glenn Howerton. Who the? F- hmm. I have no idea who that is. Always sunny in Philadelphia. It's Dennis. So, to me, he goes with the original build style of what you were talking about earlier, how the hitcher was supposed to be like lanky and kind of tall and like skeletal. Yeah. Bro. If you ever watch always sunny in the episodes where he gets really fucking rapey and creepy, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I think he could play this character really fucking well. I reckon Michael Shannon could be another good one. Carl Urban. He's great in everything. <laughs> I could just see him as Not Billy wrong. Butcher wearing that trench coat. Bro, I'm going to be fucking... I can't wait for MK2 to drop. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm not going to be able to eat that movie up enough that first day, dude. Like, It might have to be like, you know what? I'm going to stick around for a second showing because I just need... <laughs> did you do that with the first one? I did. Uh, not exactly, but I saw it... I saw it early Thursday morning because I remember you were watching it like you watched it right before me. Like I was just in theaters, I think as you finished. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I saw it literally the next day I went with my wife and some friends who went to IMAX to watch it. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely double dipped within like a 24 hour setting. <laughs> my man. Fucking A dude. Oh man. I am due for a rewatch of that again. Yo, did you it's watch cage match over the weekend? No, no I didn't get a chance. HBO? It's, 
I'm gonna be straight up, dude. It's not as good as Snow uh, Snowblind. Snowblind was possibly the best one be- besides the first one, dude. Because the first one, I fucking love Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah. Oh, Snowblind was really cool because it was it took one of the uh, the endings from yes, it, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, cage match is solid, but the fights aren't nearly as good as they are as in like Snowblind. So that's I'll, I'll at least give you that. All right, boys, going back to this. Was it scary? Eh, no, really. But if you put yourself in the main character's headspace, yes. fucking right, it would be, dude. Because you are literally, in like Chad said, all your options, dude. Can't get a hold of anybody to prove your innocence outside of your life. So now you're just stuck in this area that you're not even from. And yeah. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe they can't get a hold of anybody because of whatever he did, like they don't want anything to fucking do with him. That's what I'm saying. You know? like maybe he was just that much of a shitbag back in the day. Slept with his brother's woman or something like that. So that's why he's not gonna fucking vouch. You know what I mean? Who the fuck knows? All right. Does it hold up today, boys? I think so. For me, yeah. I think it was 110%. Movie wise, absolutely, but god damn it, give me that 4K. Yes. This yeah. fucking yes. This cut, unfortunately, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's not. My eyes need cleanness now. Like I, I had my glasses on and everything, dude. I was just like, all right, here we go. You felt so dirty watching it. It's like I need to clean. I don't know. It didn't feel dirty, dude. It's just like I, I feel like it would have just been like that much more. Like this would have been a very pretty movie, even though it's desert and shit like that. Just it's, it's just it's so funny because, like you, the first five minutes, I'm sitting there tinkering with the settings on the TV. You're like, yo, where the fuck is that zoom, man? <laughs> like, I got my zoom on my TV down here where I could have made that whole thing fucking like full screen. It would have been nice, but oh well. All right. How was the acting, boys? Really good. Perfect. Yeah. 100%. I don't think anybody really handed in at all in this, dude. Even the, even the random couple cops that only have a few lines still felt solid. You know what I mean? They still felt like some small town small town boy cops and that one though dude spit on my wrist rip it off fuck bro i'm like no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna lay myself down on the ground home it just sucks because there are cops that are like that too oh you know dude you know mm-hmm. i mean there's people like that at every job that's just the job you definitely don't want them to be it for sure mm-hmm. all right did we like the cinematography yes absolutely well Brady. Right. My, yeah, um, the Australian cinematographer for this film really knew how to capture that landscape um, because not, it's all nothing but fucking desert down here, I reckon. But no, it, no, it looks, um, no, I reckon it was done extremely well, especially the car chase scenes, um, those pretty established, like just set wide shots that we get like yes. throughout the end scene. One, uh, there's a couple of scenes that really stood out to me in this film in cinematography terms. That is the gas station that blows up, and we see Jim come out and his car's on fire. Bro, the we didn't even the- really even talk about that, but that was no, yeah. awesome, man. That man. was that the was some great GTA shit right there, bro. <laughs> Just the different use of camera angles and shots in that scene alone, where we get the slow mo. Uh, dolly track of Jim's feet with pushing in on his feet entering the car and then it just blows up that camera that's placed inside the gas station when the windows fucking shatter everywhere just that 
scene alone is a prime example of this film being perfectly shot, I think. Um, and then we get the car flips. Uh, you know, everything. I think anything about the cinematography was laced out beautifully in this film. It's very – it just makes this world seem isolated to our main character, especially when that shot where Jim uh, puts the gun under his throat after those two cops dying and we get that landscape shot. Yes. I mean, that's a that very was great. beautiful shot of the film. Yeah. yeah. Was, and like you said, man, like we're in the desert. You can only, you know, I mean, like you would think there's only so many times you can sew a picture of some sand and make it look nice. You know what I mean? But somehow they do it. Absolutely. It, it, it also, I think, lends to the the feeling of the emptiness of this highway. Like, yeah. there's really, it's only you and him, and there's really nothing else you can do. Like, yeah, you, you know, you got Nash, but fortunately we knew she was kind of a throwaway. Gene says this movie makes mm-hmm. it him smell gasoline when he walked. I can understand that, <laughs> homie. Understand. I mean, that was a lot of gas. Oh, bro, that dude had to be like smelling like that. I don't care how good he fucking took a little bird bath in that sink, yeah. man. Like, there's no way that dude still don't reek of some gasoline. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I do like her joke though. I was like, oh, can I smoke in here now? <laughs> <laughs> fucking a, dude. No, I. I would agree, man. I think uh, cinematography is solid, oh, especially yeah, some of the, ac- the action shots, dude. I wasn't even expecting those, so like those look pretty great. But and another fantastic shot of the film is what you said earlier about the interior shot of, um, you know, Jim being in that desert stormed fucking yeah, and the way it's lit, just everything about it's fucking beautiful. Well, I like the mysterious, like the almost just like how he rides in on the sandstorm and then leaves with the sandstorm too. Like yep. that's just yeah, adding to like Chad daddy says there's like, even though a truck showed up, dude, like that truck was like instantaneous, man. It's almost like he called it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. like he's the ghost rider. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, all right, boys premise. How do we feel? Loved it. I, I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. Love the premise. Simple and effective. And climax was the climax satisfying for me. Yes, I yes. I'm gonna say could yes. Have, could have I, been better. I wish we got him taking out the cops from that bus. I feel like we were denied that. Yeah, that would have made it feel that much more. Just like holy shit, dude! He just took all these dudes out one more time. But still, him getting hit by a car and then still having to get shot down twice to the chest to really take him out. And then we just get that really far back shot of yeah. just our main character standing over the dead body. And then his car, that was a, not, that was a cool fucking shot, dude. So yeah, hands down. Climax was satisfying. What's up, Rich? Once again. Um, all right, boys, recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. Rewind. I'm rewind this bitch, rewind. rewind. Especially when we get that cleaner cut, I'd be, Yes, interested to definitely watch that for sure. All right, ready to rate, boys. Let's do it. Pull up my handy dandy calculator, Brody. What do we got, homie? Well, I think you all know. Be biased as fuck, dude. It's all good. Uh, Um, not like like I said to you last night. Um. I was trying to find things that would make me question this film. The only thing that really made me question this film was uh, John Ryder and these theories about him and how the knife got into his jacket, but we've already established that. 
So I can't see anything wrong with this film for my own my own eyes personally. Um, so I'm definitely going to give this a five out of fucking five for me. It's my favorite film of all time. And all right. yeah, need I say any more? Awesome. Bobby. Meat Mountain. What you got? I I loved it. I will rewatch it. I, I like I said, I wanted more from everything. I still love what we got. Considering the remake sucked. I'm gonna give it for me a solid four. Do you watch the remake? Uh bits and pieces, and I didn't really like what I saw. There's Fair too enough. much there's too much you could just tell just by one scene, just watching one scene, it's like that's too much crap. Okay. A solid four from Mr. Mone. Thank you, sir. Chad Daddy, what you got, homie? I liked it, but I didn't love it on the same level as uh, everyone else. I I just wanted like more, like like I said, you know, just at least show us the aftermath of these deaths instead of just blood dripping. I wanted more of that. You know, give me a yeah. little more horror. I did enjoy what we got, but not enough. It's a three and a half for me. Three and a half. Dude, still solid fucking score though, man. Like that's yeah. not it's not like you're like lowballing it by any means. And uh all right, so coming down to me for first time watch, man, I was thoroughly entertained. There was not a moment that I had I can honestly say and proudly, there was not a moment that I didn't even I didn't do one boredom check on my phone at all, dude. I was able to put my phone down. Never touched it once, dude. Just ate some popcorn, drank my soda, and watched the whole fucking movie. Laughed a bunch. I am with Chad Daddy. I wish it leaned a little bit more towards uh, the horror vibe had we got our actual on-screen kills, or at least aftermath, such as Chad mentioned. But all in all, man, the acting was solid, dude. I mm-hmm. It felt like... I don't want to say an 80s action movie, but... Young kid me would have totally considered this an 80s action movie. Like, but it is. It's still more along the lines of thriller and everything. I'm giving it a solid four. I'm going to go with Bob. It's uh, It was a solid watch, and I would totally watch the shit out of it again. So, unfortunately, we don't have anything from Scuba, because the motherfucker didn't watch his shit. <laughs> he didn't even show up in the chat. What the hell? Hey, man. He's, still got, the ba- he's got the baby and everything. He might be a busy boy. Never know. All righty, so we have a 4.1, 4.125. So 4.1 for 1986's The Hitcher. Brody, I hope you don't hate us for that after the fact. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you all for this. Fucking right, dude. How dare you? Nah, nah, it's all good. All right, I respect it, all you. Like Say I said, you John, I respect everyone's um, decision about this film, whatever. Um, it's just me, personally, I love it. It's all good. No, I'm glad I finally got to fucking... Uh, I'm glad I finally got to scratch this off the bucket list, man. Yeah. Sure. Fuck yeah. I it's- wish I'd seen this before I heard so many other reviews of it. Yeah. Like, like, it, like they so, it so there was so there was no bar set. Yeah. Just, exactly. like, insane. See, that's the thing is like I've I've heard Brody and I've heard a lot of other people say, Oh, the hitcher, the movie's great. And that's it. But that's so it. It's like, you know what I mean? So it's like you don't elaborate. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really have a bar set per se. And like we said earlier, man, coming after the omen last week, this was definitely like an energy uh flip yeah. for sure. Like this had way more shit going on. And see, I was the total opposite. I didn't hear really too much about the movie, but the poster, the poster with the silhouette is what like, huh, this is this could be an intense movie. 
I'm telling you, man, Monster Mania. If I see it, dude, I'm definitely gonna have to get some merch now, dude. If I fucking find a shirt or something. Oh, dude, uh, dude, no, I'm already on looking for a poster. Like it probably doesn't help when I get it. It's an underrated masterpiece and all this shit. But it, it certainly doesn't help when I say that. But I but think it is. You're not. You're not wrong no, though, because the acting in it was completely solid. And if I wasn't, you know, like you guys, so fucking just ingrained in the horror community for the last fucking several years, like super, you know what I mean? Like I never heard of this shit when I was a kid, or else I probably would have fucking watched it, dude. It wasn't until the last five, several, you know, five, seven years, whatever the fuck, dude. Yeah. But all righty, so that's a solid. I would say a solid score for that. Yeah. Chad, Daddy, what are we covering next month, homie? Next month, aka next week, mm-hmm. we're going back to Elm Street. Yes, back to Elm Street. That would be on the. Uh, that'd be on the fifth, correct? And this yes. is the criminally underrated Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two: Freddy's Revenge. I agree. Potentially I the agree. gayest '80s horror movie out there. And this is the last mm-hmm. time Freddy was this dark. Yes. Yeah. Best yeah, looking I, Freddy I, too. I, yeah, I love Dark Freddy like this. I haven't watched part two in man, it's been a fucking minute, dude. It's probably been a decade easily. And it's so, one of my favorites. Hell yeah, dude. I'm excited. I'm not excited though for because that day's shitty. Cause you know what I got summoned for? Jury duty. Jury duty. Oh, no. Hopefully I call Sunday night and it's canceled. But we'll see. Probably not. We could potentially be without Big Johnny D next week. I don't know if it would run this late into the evening. No, it could, though. it could though. No, even just Pennsylvania. I think it, picking the dude. My jury duty ends at. Five. I did it. Ended at four o'clock. Oh yeah, yeah, say, yeah. They would just be picking. That's right. Yeah, I was gonna say just, like it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be like actual jury jury duty. Hopefully, like my well, even on that they end all of anything four o'clock. Yeah, I was gonna like, say. I think it's their like, day is done. Yeah. I was going to say, it is that, luckily though, uh, per my union, if I do have jury duty, work still pays me in full and I don't get just the bullshit $40 that New York State pays you for losing an entire day of work because it's your civic duty. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, I'll rant more about that next Monday. Hopefully. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Freddy's Freddy 2 next week. Fucking awesome. Bang it. I would, you know what? I'll look it up to see where we can stream it, but I already know all of us have physicals, so I'm sure that's how it's going to be watched. But uh, let me see. Yeah. While I'm looking that up, is there anything nerdy you boys want to talk about? Well, we got not one, but two trailers for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire today. Yeah, we did, dude. And they were both awesome. International better in my personal opinion but i agree but like like i said like we talked about the the international didn't show peck at all no and, that's fine but it also showed one, a, he's like narrating the fucking thing but it also showed a lot of different stuff that the us one didn't show either so either way solid trailers uh can't wait for it it's gonna be fun man the end of march is gonna be solid. it's gonna be fucking great that's gonna be the true march madness that's the only march madness i care about right and the fact that I get uh, the fact that um, well, Phoebe is going to be at the con. Yes, she is. Prior, dude, like, there's no. I have to get a picture with her, dude, for sure. Oh, uh, dude, we're going to be in that line. You, I will call you. Like, you here? Are Yo, you- to speaking of Monster Mania, they just announced fucking the Leprechaun himself. I'm so happy he's going to be there. I've wanted nice. to meet Mike him. Mike Myers is going to be there. 
That's right. The leprechaun. Stop <laughs> it. <I'm> the leprechaun. <laughs> I'm so happy. I watch that so bit happy. over and over. That kills me every time. But like, I'm just laughing because like, I'm thinking about like me and Bob, and then like my brother-in-law, who's also like right in between me and Bob's height. Like, imagine if the three of us got a picture with Warwick Davis, dude. Be like, what are we gonna hold him could, in his palm, our palms, dude? No, could you imagine he like looks at us and he looks at his handlers like this? me on the table i gotta look tall dude there's no way and i'm not even trying to be a dick at this point but there's no way they can't they're not going to have him like on a stool or something dude like if that. you guys get it, if you guys get a group photo y'all got to be doing the, the, the flashlight making a leprechaun face see that's what i was thinking dude if i actually could get a wayne's world hat and be like i ain't the leprechaun <laughs> it's fucking funny because my mom watches this show called uh tenable it's a uk program and he's the fucking host of it. It's a game show. So really, he's got he's got a little booth. So he gets around in his suit. And he walks up and he has to walk up a flight of stairs. And then he sits <laughs> up in his little booth. And it's like a little control pad. And he's like, ah, with the fucking tenable this and tenable this. Oh, it's so fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that just made me want to meet him more. Like, so how's tenable going? Wait, I ask him. I think appreciate awesome, that. All right, just remind me as we get closer, please, because I will ask. Hell yeah, hell yeah dude. It's only a couple of weeks away, bud. Um, we got a month. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's March. Dude, it's that's, March, dude. A, that's a couple of weeks in my head, bro. That's a month. Yeah, but a that's month like a goes month by. A month goes by like that, man. It's already at the end of January, homie. I swear to God, it was just Christmas, dude, like two days ago. <laughs> what the fuck? That's how shit flips, dude. I don't know, man. Shit fl- fucking flies. Like the weeks fly, then the weekend's like, all right, I'm going to enjoy that. And it's like, next week. All right. Um, Let's see. What else? There was something I don't else have too much days, else. Man. Nothing that's really sticking out anyway. Yeah, I, I already talked about Masters of the Universe, Revolution. Loved it. If you're a He Man fan, go watch it. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? Wasn't there something just, what did we just put? We were talking about in the uh, Project Louder chat. I thought there was like a new. Oh. Chad, Eddie, you did post something. Uh, so there's going to be a Bigfoot movie coming out <laughs> soon. A Bigfoot family movie, yeah. Called Sasquatch Sunset. And uh, it sounds like it's an experimental film. Or at least, you know, even they admit they're like, we don't, we're, we're trying something. <laughs> but uh, I'm fucking down to watch it, dude. I wonder if they're going to like film it like a documentary or it's going to be like. You ever watch that movie? There was a movie back in the 90s that was just about like a bear. And there was like no narration or anything like that, but it was just about like this bear like living his life in the woods or something like that. I have vague <laughs> recollections of it. I feel like it's going to be something like that. You know what I mean? Where we're just like, okay, we're in this, you know, like one of the, I'm sure one of the Sasquatches will get like lost in a river and they'll get all sad, like homeward bound. And find, you know what I mean? Like there'll be moments. <laughs> I hope there's no talking. They're just walking around making Chewbacca noises the whole time. <laughs> And apparently, fart, and apparently farts too. There's a lot of farts in it. So uh, it's like, you know what, dude? I'm sold. I'm sold. Right? Fucking it. There's that. Uh, the OG, what was it? 98? Lost in Space. They're bringing that out on fucking Blu-ray. Yeah. Like Somebody demanded that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, who the fuck asked for that, dude? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know. Uh, I felt like there was something else coming out too. Anyways, next week, Nightmare 2. I think that's about it, boys. We could wrap this shit up. Good idea. We're just over two hours. Yes, we are. Brody, you want to start us out? 
This is your doppelganger, Kanga Bang, all the way from the land down under saying, I'll catch you next week, bitches. And I just want to thank you for having me on today. It's been a fucking pleasure. Much we appreciated. Love you for coming we on. love having you on here. We always love having you, buddy. Absolutely. No, thank you kindly. Over to awesome. you, Bobby. This is your killing machine, Bobby Moon, saying, we'll see you next week, motherfuckers, for Nightmare 2. Yeah, buddy. This is your Fuck. dark load of knowledge, your Chad daddy way down the yonder in the Chattahoochee saying, Come back to Elm Street next week, bitches. Yeehaw. And I am not so mean, Fluff Master Stream, Big Johnny D saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining us for another fantastic episode of the Gormore Podcast. You know where to catch us Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all that good shit. Catch us on Instagram at the Gormore Podcast. Uh, you can find us on there or follow us on our personals. And uh, if you're on Facebook, check out Gormore Horror Discussion. Uh, put shit up in there, man. Let us know. You're like, hey, guys, I want you to review this movie. You've never done this. Something like that. Anything. Gene, um, that. Gene messaged me all the time. He's like, oh, you guys should do this. I'm like, done it. Done it. <laughs> I mean, we have we have five years underneath us, dude. So five we got to spread for sure. Other than that, um, yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. And stay fresh cheese bags. Suck like my balls. Get your penis. Suck my balls.